This is Free Talk Live. It's your show, and you can take control of the airwaves toll-free, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's 1-800-259-9231. Tonight, it's Ian here with you and Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. All of the features we give away, so enjoy those on us. Again, that's freetalklive.com. It is the Saturday edition, and as always, we'll be taking calls about anything coming up about the midpoint in the show. That is one rocking music that is, isn't it, Mark? I love it. <laughs> I, lo- I would love it lo- lower, too. Yeah. Uh, so, at the midpoint in the show, Ron Paul is going to be joining us. I don't know, maybe they can't even hear us. Got nothing coming to them, they say. Well, that's not good. I don't know why that would be. We are talking to you. I think our internet listeners can hear us. We are having technical difficulties. Please stand by. Please stand by. We are having the network redial on the ISDN connection. Hopefully that will... I'm pretty sure I didn't change anything in here today. I've been poking around doing some stuff with the uh, the police scanner. Getting that ready to go here in the Are you there, network? Are we connected? I think we are. We can do a radio show now. <laughs> Good thing that music been so long. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. There's more music beds to go in case just, hey, there it goes. <laughs> Abruptly leaving, and now it's back. I don't know what's going on. It's like a talk show nightmare. This is the nightmare. Can you hear us? Is the network hearing us? I have no idea. It's hard to get things done when you don't know what's going on. I tell you, we will take your phone calls when we get a chance. I'm sorry, GCN. I am connected to you, and you are getting audio. The ISDN line has audio. Can you hear me now? You can hear me. Okay. Okay. Thank goodness. It is Free Talk Live, uh, Saturday edition of the program, and having passed the technical difficulties portion of the show, uh, we will get to taking your phone calls at 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. Again, 800-259-9231. 259-9231. Tonight, coming up in the middle of the program, because that's just the way it had to be, uh, Ron Paul will be joining us on the phones, and he's going to be here for 30 minutes, I believe, from 8.30 Eastern to 9 o'clock Eastern. That's the idea. And so, therefore, we will talk to him. I think he wants to talk about the uh, the whole route, uh, what, the His audit, audit the Fed, the Fed bill thing. that uh, is currently in the House and has uh, 260-something sponsors and likely will go through, and we'll, I'd love to see a good audit of the Fed. I don't know if we'll get a good auditing of the Fed, but I would love to see it. And we will open the phones up for you, of course. If you've got questions for Dr. Ron Paul, then you'll be able to ask those. Now, Mark, uh, as 11, a quick... 11-term uh, House of Representatives and uh, former presidential candidate? Yeah. As a Quaker, uh, Mark, is it inappropriate, as somebody who doesn't believe in titles or nobility or status, uh, one man above another, I know that you, for instance, will not call a judge honorable or your honor, and I agree with you there. Mm -hmm. But what do you do about a doctor? 
Well, what do you do about that? Do you, do you just call him Ron Paul? or do His you... name's Ron Paul. Okay, so it's... you would not call a doctor a doctor even though that's not necessarily something that's being held over you as though they're better than you. It's just a title that they've earned through years of going to school. What's the title for people who got their bachelor's? What's the title for people that got uh, um, you know, their master's? What's the title for people that have two doctorates? I okay. Mean, you know, what... Doctor? I'm just trying to get it. I'm, I'm just trying to understand uh, what, where the lines are drawn. I must say, of the titles that are out there, um, Doctor is the one that uh, that I least like giving up because mm-hmm. I, I feel like they earned that in, inside uh, you know a fair achievement in the marketplace as opposed to yeah, they're not so lording many, it. they're not lording it over somebody like a judge would, for instance. Right. So or, many titles that are out there are given by the government, and and my opinion is that that's not a legitimate title if it's given by the government, especially since the Constitution says that. Well, there be no titles. Well, speaking of the government, uh, there's some disturbing news, but not unexpected news. And I've talked about on this show before how frustrating the whole political process is, how I personally don't believe that it will be the, the road to liberty, that the idea of working within the system, I, be, I believe, is um, an almost futile activity. And that's because whenever you get a step forward, it's always two to five to ten steps that are taken backwards, it seems. That's the way it seems. I mean, if you look at the history of just this government, just the U.S. federal government alone, you can see that there hasn't really been any significant or even minor, uh, significant, ro- minorly significant rolling back of the federal government's power and intrusiveness and oppressiveness and uh, expansiveness and all of that. When in the history of the uh, the federal government, at least within our lifetimes, Mark, has that ever happened? It's ne- I, I can't think of anything. I think that they got rid of that tax that um, on cell phones from the Spanish-American War. I do recall that, yes. Um, I think that maybe the Rural Electrification Board probably isn't as powerful it was as it was, say, in the 60s and 70s. But at, but, but at what time was it uh, a... Across-the-board reduction. Never. It's always, if they eliminate one tax, which, right. as you say, has happened maybe once in our lifetime. Then they crank it up ten times on someplace else. They add it up somewhere else. Exactly. Because the government itself hasn't gotten smaller. Cumulatively, every year after year, more is being spent. Which means more is being taken from you. And that includes even if you don't pay taxes, even if you are somebody who has opted out of uh, paying the income tax, as long as you're using Federal Reserve notes, you're still taxed. You're still being taxed. It's called inflation. They print money out. They inflate the, the money supply, and it steals wealth. It steals value from your bank account, from your pocket. So it's, uh, it's unavoidable uh, if you're in this country that, uh, that you're ponying up for this system that continues to get more oppressive. Well, you're suggesting that <laughs> going to some other com- country would somehow be better. No, no, I I mean, you're right. It's, it's not. It's not better necessarily, though some countries are a little freer in some ways than, than this one. Nonetheless, my point here is the oh, political you're gonna system. you're going to get it now. Huh? You're going to get it now. Well, you said true. that other countries are more free than the United States. In some ways, that is a str- that is a true statement. Well, it, economically, freedom is a difficult thing to define, right? Sure. The 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 their the people have gone out and attempted to define, uh, you know, which are the freest countries, and and every one of those lists, the United States does not make the the number one position. And I would think that the land of the free that they would strive for that. However, it seems like the land of the free is striving very very hard to turn into the uh, USSA. Um, that they're trying to uh, homogenize things. Uh, you know, the, the more communism, the better. It, it's it's not what I was taught was the right thing when I was growing up and you know in Christian school. But hey, that's what we're getting. So my point here is that the political system is what we're told to use. So those when I say we, uh, we activist types, 
are told, uh, you need to work within the system to change the system. And, of course, that's what people have been trying to do for decades, and it hasn't done anything to reduce the size of government. But there are still some things that you can point to to say, ah, see, the system worked in that case. Like, let's talk about California's medical marijuana provisions that passed back in 1996, Proposition 215, uh, passed with a significant uh, majority of the, the vote. And then here we are over 10 years later, uh, you know, almost, thir- I think, 13-something years later at this point, and they're still having a tough time getting the federal government to honor that particular agreement, to get, to get them to honor that state law. In fact, it took them a long time to just get the, the California state police and the, the local uh, cops to stop messing with the, the marijuana, the medical marijuana people. So even though the law had changed, the law enforcers were very, very reluctant to actually follow the new law. They wanted to keep old, you know, doing things like they'd always been doing them. Well, and <laughs> I, I understand where you're coming from. I concur with you that it takes a long time for uh, certain freedoms to uh, get solidified. But if you think about the the um, the, the war of northern aggression when the uh, the North attacked the South, and then ultimately the, the slaves were freed uh, as a result. Um, the when I say the North attacked the South, when the when the North sent ships and uh, occupied land that was in the South, um, I know that the uh, the Fort Sumter was fired on by uh, Southern troops, but it took decades for Black people to be considered uh, as free as white people, and some some would say they're still not, even though I would suggest that that's not true. I mean, we have a Black president. How how in the world could you could they not be as free? Okay, 800-259-9231. You're saying it takes... You're agreeing with me, then. You're saying takes, this stuff takes forever well, what, what through have, the system to make any even one civil minor change. among black people would have resulted in a whip. More on the way. You Not can take freedom. control. This is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. It's the Saturday edition of the program, and you can bring up anything if you dial toll-free to 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Joining you tonight, it's Ian with you. And Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. We have a lot of features. We give them to you. So enjoy those on us. Again, that is freetalklive.com. And the features include the Shrine of Female Listeners, dozens of ladies who've taken the time to send us their validated photo and prove they listen to the show or video. We now accept video validations. All of that is at shrine.freetalklive.com. That's shrine.freetalklive.com. I've been taking a new uh, vitamin supplement. It's called Choose for Health Superfruit Complex. It's a uh, vitamin and an antioxidant all in one. It's the uh, it, it's, it's really the top end of vitamin technology that they, that, that that's available to you today. It contains goji fruit, mangosteen, acai, nani fruit. You can try it out for yourself, but orderchoose.com. That's orderchoose.com, or give them a call at eight hundred. 217-5977-orderchoose.com. Okay, so we had started out the program talking about, or I was talking about how it is that the political system and the whole political process is designed in favor of big government. That's I didn't really make that point, but that's what I was getting to. It's designed for those who believe in the state and who want the state con- to control more and more and more of our lives. And all you need to do is look at the evidence to prove that. No matter how many people get elected that say, I'm going to make government smaller, there's nothing that's ever happened to make the federal government any smaller or probably any state governments. Not that I live in all of the 50 states, so I can't really say for sure, but I, I'd say it's a, a safe bet that the state governments have also been getting larger and larger every single year. 
and this is the political process. This is what it's designed for. And you were kind of agreeing with me there, Mark, but at the very end you said, well, the, when slavery was gotten rid of, had there been mass civil disobedience, there would have been mass whippings or, well, or whatever. The, I mean, black people that tried to act free shortly after the Civil War ended up hanging from trees. I, this I understand, Mark, and it's all, what the violent lots con- and lots of them. The violent consequences of uh, disobeying the state are a very realistic problem that we have to deal with. Some people refuse to deal with it, and so therefore they will go along being obedient for their entire lives. And so, if you think that you can turn this around, if you think that uh, the the key to liberty is working within the system completely, I'm not saying that it won't be helpful, I'm not saying that changes won't be made eventually within the system to accommodate the market-based changes, but I believe that market-based activism is the way to go. And there's so many different ways that you can look at the uh, the political environment and see how fruitless, how futile it can be to actually have some sort of success. I already pointed out how California has had incredible difficulty implementing the uh, the medical marijuana provisions that were passed back in 1996. Another example, just on the marijuana subject, is Alaska, where, and I'm not sure what even the current status is on this, but I know that it wasn't too long ago that they legalized possession of marijuana for recreational purposes. You could have a certain amount of marijuana in your own home and, you know, smoke it or whatever you want to do with it. But of course, the statists are constantly trying to reclaim their ground. They're always, uh, you know, the police chiefs, of course, want to bring the drug war back, bring the war on marijuana back to its former prominence, and are constantly lobbying for for new laws to be passed to go back to the way things were with full-on prohibition. And so the people that worked so hard to to get that medical marijuana or the, uh, in the case of Alaska, the recreational... uh, marijuana provisions passed, now have to continue to work and work and work just to stop the status from coming back and coming back and coming back again. Just like out here in, uh, in the Keene, New Hampshire area, the school board has uh, been trying to, or they successfully did eventually after like six or seven times of putting the same provision on the ballot. What was it? Funding for some project or something i forget they want teachers. to build a new, um, middle school and a new middle school or what teacher salaries it happens everywhere every, all the time right teacher salaries they wanted more money for their little school board system and they put it on the ballot and they would have a vote like in the middle of march not during a presidential election when most people would turn out but during the middle of march when only the most politically right. active people would the teachers would show, union up. Will show up but they but they managed it was shot down election after election after election and but they just kept bringing it back and bringing it back and bringing it back because it costs them nothing to do that. The the political system is so entrenched and so designed to perpetuate itself that it costs them zero next to zero to propose expansion of that system. Whereas to fight that expansion, to battle it, as the politicos like to say, they have to constantly spend money to advertise and constantly spend money to campaign uh, just to you know just to keep the status quo. While the politico the uh, the political system of the government bureaucrats it's basically just they can just keep throwing it up against the wall and finally it'll stick right. and the things that they do pay for um will be paid back in in multiples when they get whatever it is that they want to get passed when the uh, basically the teachers union that's what education is mm-hmm. it's it's not about educating kids anymore it's about the teachers union and once the teachers union gets whatever new funding that they they get well then they've been then they've gotten paid back tenfold for whatever it was that they put in in the first place, whereas the average guy trying to fight these things would have to put out all kinds of money more than he would save in his tax bill. So 
the system is designed for growth. Now, I just know there's somebody out there listening to this saying, well, you guys are sure good at criticizing. You guys are sure good at pointing out what's wrong with America, but don't you have any solutions? Well, isn't hold on. Before you go on, yeah. I, I've heard this uh, this complaint before, but isn't that what every talk show host does? I mean, think about Rush Limbaugh. What's his solution? But we do have solutions. Right, right. I understand. But okay. isn't that what every talk show host does? Rush Limbaugh's solution is vote for Elect the Republicans. Republicans right. right. I did that crap in 2000, and look what we got. We got a 60-something percent growth in the in government. I, I, I'm sorry. I mean, you can't, I'm not very excited about voting for Republicans anymore. If I don't yeah. vote for Republicans, the, the government grows. Um, if I do vote for Republicans, the government grows. What? Oh, what? So, I mean, when you look at the uh, liberals and, and and their talk shows, what what's their solution? We'll, well get to the solution. Vote for the, vote the, for the Democrats. The, the, progressive, the progressives is what they're called Same now. Same thing. Uh, well, I'm going to get to the solution here in a moment, but let's go to the phones first and talk to Eli listening to KMED in Medford, Oregon. Eli, you're on Free Talk Live. Hi. Um, I agree with you that the system is stacked against the people and it's corrupt and all that. However, I don't agree that uh, working within the political system uh won't work hmm. i just think that it's only been tried by a, such a small amount of the population that it hasn't been effective for that reason so what do you propose and what do i propose yeah oh i wasn't calling to propose anything okay but you're so if what you were I was saying just is making the point that if if uh the majority of american citizens hmm. actually engaged in the political system, we could turn it around in, no, in when a you couple s- months. I don't know that the more majority mm. of American citizens agree with me or you, and I don't know what your what your stance is on things. So I think exactly. what we would have is just more of the same. Currently, there's a bunch of people in there, uh, you know, picking pockets and doing what they want. And I think the majority of Americans want to pick each other's pockets and uh, take money for whatever special project it is that they want. Well, yeah, the political system turns Americans against one another. It turns interest group against interest group. You're just saying you want more interest groups coming in and, and fighting over the political reins of power, right? No, I'm just saying that if the, if the United States citizens were united in wanting more freedom, ah, okay. they could easily use the political system to achieve that. Okay, and how oh, I that... concur with you. However, the, I, I mean, we've been trying to get people to uh, want more freedom all along. I mean, the, the right. country was founded on Lockean principles. Um, and George That's Bush was elected people to... People are getting what they want. Well, the, but that, the political system but is I'm working. not getting what I want. They're not getting what's advertised. <laughs> I can bring it back here in a moment, Eli, and we can dig into this a little bit here, because as you pointed out, Mark, the Republicans talked a great game, and continue to, about freedom. They got elected with this contract with America back in the 1990s, and nothing happened. The government, well, except for the government getting bigger, nothing freedom-oriented happened. 800-259-9231. This is Free Talk Live. They say we're hated for our freedoms. Their solution? Take away our freedoms. Either you are with us or you are with the terrorists. They spend both your lives and your money with reckless abandon. We're out of money now. We're operating in deep deficits. One organization dares to dream of a world where nations compete for citizens instead of enslaving them. The Seasteading Institute is looking for pioneers to homestead the high seas and take civilization to the next level. Join the revolution at Seasteading. This is Free Talk Live, Saturday edition, toll-free number 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Tonight, it's Ian with you. 
And Mark. And Mark is here, too. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. The features we give away. So enjoy those, including the updates. We'll, uh, you get signed up. We'll keep you in the loop whenever there's something you need to know about Free Talk Live. Just go to updates.freetalklive.com. Get on the list free. That's updates. .freetalklive.com. Go over and get a free audiobook today at audiblepodcast.com slash FTL. FTL is in Free Talk Live. You can get a free audiobook. There are 60,000 audiobooks over there for, to choose from. New releases, old classics, audiblepodcast.com slash FTL. Go get a free one and try it out. All right, so we're talking about our, uh, the, the, the inexpediency, in my opinion, of the political system. And Eli is on the line with us here in Medford listening to KMED. And Eli, you're, you're saying that if only more Americans would, who, who love freedom would actually get active within the political system, you believe it can be turned around, as you said, within uh, a few months' time. But the problem is, at least my in, initial response to that would be, the problem is the system recruits allegiance uh, by buying it, literally. I mean, there are people out there who are on the welfare uh, dole, or they're getting Social Security payments, or you know, they're being taken care of in some way. 50% of Americans um, basically work for the government at some level. If Whether they're getting a check or a contract or something like something that? Something like that, yeah. So there's a tremendous amount of people who have a financial uh, tie, if you will, to the federal government who really... You know, liberty doesn't sound that great to them. They're getting a check, man. Why would they want to change the? Uh, why would they want to change the way that's going? I agree. Okay, so now you are saying that you don't believe there's much hope for the political system. Oh no, I'm just saying that it's not the political system that's at fault. It's the people's uh, values. If the people valued freedom over security, they could use this political system and change it and change everything right around because the political system that's set up in America uh, is a really good one as far as political systems go. It's like saying it's the best cancer, Eli. What you're saying there is, oh, you've got the best case of cancer I've ever seen. I mean, that's basically what I'm hearing you say because because you're admitting that it's hopeless, but at the same time you're lauding how great the system is. No, I'm not saying it's hopeless. I'm saying that... How are you planning on changing a welfare recipient into someone who cares about freedom? I mean, you want to talk about a tough prospect. I'm just saying um, it's important to see where the problem is. The problem is not with the system. It's with the values of the people. If the values of the people were for freedom like our forefathers were, who were willing to put their lives and their fortunes on the line... We wouldn't need to do one-tenth or even one percent of what they did to change our government. I concur with you on that, but unfortunately what we've got – we do have and everybody has, um, all people around the world have the government that they deserve because, you know, whatever reason they won't step up. But the question is, do I have the government that I deserve? I'm active. I try to because uh, because you know it's it's easy to think in groups, but yeah. the fact is I'm not a group. I am right. not white guys everywhere. I am not Quakers everywhere. I am I'm, none, I'm I'm not people with O positive everywhere. I'm just me, Mark Edge. Do I have the government that I deserve? And the answer is no. 
Thank you for the call tonight, Eli. I appreciate right. it. Uh, not right. a lot of uh, ideas there. Well, just what, a, what are you going to do? I mean, there's <laughs> a fanatical belief in this system, which is the system that has gotten us to this particular point. Uh, we're going to get to uh, the, the story about Real ID. I don't know if you've heard of it before. It's kind of been off the radar for a while, but it's coming back. And I'm going to tie it all into this if we get a chance. But we're going to go to your calls because that's what the show's about. Let's talk to Rich listening to WFTL in Florida. Rich, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, guys, thanks for taking my call. What's uh, on your just, mind? Uh, qu- the quick thing on the titles, um, I-, I agree with him. I mean, when you when you call a senator, you're the honorable. It it makes me laugh. These people make me sick. Yes. Um, they have the, no the, honor. Yeah, Craig right, Benson looked are, real honorable when he was fishing up underneath that uh, that uh, toilet there, stall. There are, some, there are some titles, though, that are important. A, um, a boat captain, airline captain, a doctor. Uh, and I'm not talking about a, uh, some kid that lives with his mom that got a Ph.D. so he can call himself a doctor. You know, a real medical doctor, he, he earned it. An airline captain, when he says, this is the captain, go out the back exit because the left exit, the engine's on fire. Instead of saying, hey, this is John, go out the back exit. Yeah. That title is that title's important. I okay. agree with him. Well, um, I... I think that I there. I, I, I wouldn't disagree with that. Um, I don't disagree that um, to say, for instance, Ron Paul is a doctor. I don't think that that's wrong. I just I'm not going to address somebody as Doctor Ron Paul because, well, for one, it's contrary to my uh, religion, and the, the second thing, it's it sets them above other people. Does it? I'm with you 100 percent on that because see, Ron Paul is not a practicing doctor. He he chose to be in the U.S. Senate, so that's fine. He's Ron Paul, U.S. Senator or Congressman. Uh, and, and that's fine. That's totally acceptable. Um, as far as the um, the solution to uh, for our for our our, our once great country, um, I know it'll never happen. But I honestly believe uh, one term and you're out. I'm not talking term limits. I'm saying go in, do your thing, and get out. Re-election or the ability to be re-elected is what's killing this country. These guys spend all their time trying to get reelected. Well, you know, I, I don't entirely disagree with you, and I have been in the past on, on board with, uh, with term limits, and a good friend of mine is, is very for term limits. But what about people like Dr. Ron Paul who – Well, I'm not saying term limits. I'm saying one, one, one term. Listen, Ron Paul might be a good guy, and, and you he, know, he might be the best guy, but, but, he's, but he's been 11, you know, 11 terms of others. He, he's, he's so – even if he's part of the uh, solution, he's, he is part of the problem. I mean, listen, I loved Ronald Reagan. I, I have a poster of him. But even Why? If, <laughs> it, well, you, you, because he, he did the right thing, in, in my opinion. Why, what, but, what was that? Even that but, but even that, even stating that, I would, if, if we had one term and he went in and did his thing and then got out and went back to the private sector to earn a living, like, and then maybe you went and became a, a representative for two years, kind of like selective service. You come back to your job. <laughs> You get accountants, you get lawyers, you get a cross-section of the country that actually works for a living, what? Uh, that actually understands what people There's, do every the, day. You know what the thing is, though? I mean, we could sit here and get people suggestions for how to change the federal government system, but none of those suggestions will change the inherent uh, wrongness of it all. Uh, I don't okay, care if it's okay. one term I, I, or I ten agree, terms. But, right, but, but listen, the, part of the problem, I mean, and there, there are very few exceptions, and I believe Ron Paul's probably one of them, but these guys are corrupt. I mean, they're they're all corrupt. Republican, Democrat, doesn't matter. They mm-hmm. get up there, they, they they drink the power. People say you're 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 honorable, uh, and they get free you know they get the free parking. They get chauffeured all over town. I mean, but the, how can you say that lottery, on one man. hand? Let me hold your feet to the flames a bit here. How can you okay. say that on one hand and have a poster of Ronald Reagan on the other? <laughs> listen, listen. I, I that, that guy went up there with a he he loved America. Okay, that I, I'm with him on that. There's very few people in, the, in this country that I can point to and say, that guy loves his country. I, I honestly think, that if, if I'm naive, that, that's fine, that'll be your opinion, but I think the guy loved his country, and right or wrong, he, 
he, you know, he ruled or or, or uh, governed with with those thoughts in mind. I mean, I read his uh, book on, on the diaries. The guy is just a, you know, a very insightful person. So he loved America, and he showed how much he loved America by increasing the size of the government by almost seventy percent over eight years. Well, yeah, but that, but you, but, but see, uh, that that's a little bit that's a little bit disingenuous because the largest part of that growth was in, was in the uh, military. Oh, that's okay that, then. Well, it's all right no, no, if your no, bureaucrats no, carry no, guns. But but because of that, uh, I mean, we literally crushed communism in Eastern Europe. Which no, sir. We crushed a, a communism. We communism crushed, crushed we, itself. We crushed socialism with socialism. Do you understand that, right? We didn't crush communism that's, at all. It it crushes itself naturally. It no, did that all without the United that's States. A weak argument, that's a weak argument to make that the military is some is somehow some form of socialism. The military, you know, that that's a, that's a proud institution that has that has you know helped this country a great deal. It's a oh, proud man. unconstitutional institution. Uh, you do you are aware that the Constitution suggests that the uh, that that there not be an, a standing army, right? So so wait a minute. Yes yeah. or no? Saying, uh, uh, you know, I, I, I'm not aware of that. Okay, okay, great. Now you are. How do you feel? Um, I, I'll, I'll, I'll take your word for that. Um, the, I, I'm not, take James I'm not, Madison's word for it. Yep. Okay, he was well, pretty clear. Okay, 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 well, that's fine. But Thomas, Thomas Jefferson also suggested that only landowners be able to vote. Well, if that were the case, then we, we'd, be in a much, we'd be in a different path than we are now because you guys are already talking about the fact that 50% of this country is getting some form of stipend from the government. and that Even if only landowners could vote, it would not change the fact that the government is a coercive monopoly over the uh, use of force, and it's evil at its core. Thank you for the call. More coming up. You take control. Bring up anything Free Talk Live. Talk Live. You can bring up what you want. The toll-free number is 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Mark. And it's the Saturday edition. We'll take your calls about anything, as we always do, at 800-259-9231. Coming up in about uh, 45 minutes or so, Ron Paul will be joining us. You may have heard that name before. We'll be talking to him about this whole audit the Fed thing. And I will do my best to hold his feet to the flames on my critique to suggest uh, that I don't really think it's going to do much. But he's got a plan, and we'll let him talk about it, and then you can call in and ask him questions. Uh, so that's coming up here right smack dab in the middle of the show. We'll still take your calls about anything. We've been talking about the uh, the futility, in my opinion, of the political system, how it is inherently designed for the politically connected and the powerful to reign supreme and to be virtually untouchable. Take a look at the uh, incumbent re-election rate, just for an example of how it is that the you know they are entrenched. And, of course, uh, the result of the conversation in many cases has been people calling in to express that if we could just tweak the system in this one way or in this other way, things would be so radically different. And maybe things would be different. That's probably a true statement. I think that, that we could tweak the systems in, in quite a few ways that would make it radically different. But... And better. Uh, th- those those tweaks aren't likely to happen anytime soon. No, nope. so nope. not on a national uh, level, no. Right. We're going to look at the real world here, and even if those tweaks could happen, I still don't want to be ruled by landowners. Even though I am a, a landowner, I don't, I don't want to consent to having the majority of landowners being able to tell me how to live my life, just like I don't want the majority of regular Americans who don't own land to be able to tell me how to live my life. Right. I, I, feds do. I would suggest that uh, people don't have any rights beyond the rights that they have. In, in collective, they don't have any more rights than they do individually. 
Exactly. A person That's true. A person doesn't have the right to uh, to enact force on me to get whatever they want individually, and they don't have the right to get together with. 10,000, 100,000 people agree with them and force me to do what they want. Exactly. They Let's, might have the power to do such a thing. They do not have the right. Let us continue here and talk to you about anything. Chris is in Texas. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Chris. Uh, listen, I, I called that one thing, and that last caller kind of got me thinking about something. So right. I, I wanted to comment on his comment sure. of how we, as in the USA, crush communism and and I, I tell you that just really <laughs> that, that little <laughs> little little bit of a fire underneath me because right. I, I think that the one thing in the wake of uh, of the September 11th terrorist attacks that that just really bothered me that you didn't this one question that you never heard anybody anywhere ask and try to get a real answer and that's why did they do that and I, I think that. You know, nobody – people just want to fight without figuring out why they're fighting. And they don't even want to listen so to the much. answer. I mean, it, no. Obama uh, – not Obama, but uh, – damn it. Osama. Mm. <laughs> he made it very clear in a number of his videos. He made it crystal clear that the reason uh, the attacks were done was because of the government's meddling in the Middle East for decades. Going Specifically in, and, in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, the going Middle East in, in, ge- in general. Killing people and occupying Saudi Arabia and, you know, uh, promoting the king and all of the things that they uh, that they did over there. He made it pretty clear, but Americans didn't. You're right. They didn't want to hear that. Uh, they weren't interested in that because it's a lot easier to just say, go blow some stuff up. Well, and for the politicians to say, well, they hate freedom, which wasn't the gay. It couldn't be farther from the truth at all. Yeah. I, I mean, they, the truth is, well, I don't, I'm not a terrorist, so I can't, or I'm, you know, I'm not from that area, whatever you want to classify the people with bombs as. But, you know, they just want what we want, which is leave us alone. Leave us alone. Yep. Don't meddle with our, with our lives. And I think, you know, I'll give them the, I'll, I'll give the previous caller the credit of, yeah, we crushed communism at the expense of we created a bunch of people that hate us and want to bomb us and kill a bunch of us. I mean, and that's really what it, what it all boiled down to. We funded them in Afghanistan to fight Russia. So we, we as in the people being, have, being robbed by our government for, for mm-hmm. our money funded all of those people to fight them where we then turned around and just, left him high and dry. Yeah, but regardless of that, communism crushes itself. I mean, you may be right about the fact that the United States government funded the uh, the Afghanistan fighters, but uh, you know, the the truth is communism is it's just not an economically viable method of uh, organization. Right, sooner and, or later you run out of other people's money. Right. So, thank you for the call. Oh. Good points tonight though. 800-259-9231. Let's talk to Kevin listening to WFLA in Tampa. Kevin, you're on Free Talk Live. Kevin. Gentlemen, great show tonight. Thanks. What's thank on you, your sir. mind tonight, Kevin? Well, just two issues, and then you guys can comment on it. First off, um, 50 years old. I've uh, towed the line. Uh, for every dollar I've made, I put 50 cents back. I'm just finishing my fourth house. Cash. Cash. Mm-hmm. And I'm arguing right now on how much i got to pay on taxes for it. Um, you can't get away from this, 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 this government body that just wants your money. Nope. I uh, have no debt. Um, don't believe in debt. Good for you. Um, so, so that's the first thing. Even though you retire and you've done well, and I'm not extremely well, but I've, I've busted my tail and put my 50 cents away. Mm-hmm. Like they said, don't rely on the government for anything, but they keep coming after me for more. Sure, they'll bleed you sure. till you die. They don't want you to rely on the government for anything. That way they can rely on you for everything. Absolutely. Now, the second issue I want you guys to talk about is I am very fortunate to be married to a lovely lady that was born and raised in Moscow, Russia. Mm. 
okay? She's been in the States eight years. You know what she tells me? We are absolutely headed exactly where she left. Absolutely. That's everything that I ever hear from every person from Russia or any or of the, Germany. the, form, the so, yeah. former Soviet Union. That's everything that any of the, the Eastern Bloc countries, it's everything I hear every time. Started. They say that as, you know, as those countries are moving towards more freedom, especially China, we are more moving towards communism. Yep, uh, remember, reminds socialism. me of uh, our buddy Gardner Goldsmith from LibertyConspiracy.com. He had a Russian lady come visit him, and while she was here, she saw the governor of New Hampshire giving the state of the state address or something like that, and she she remarked to him about how incredibly similar it sounded to, the to something that, yeah to something that one of the uh, communist uh, leaders would have said back then, or the communist rulers rather. But but most people are so brainwashed. Um, with their upbringing, with their sure. textbooks, with our education, it it, it 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 was almost an awakening to me to get to learn this lady, to get to understand how proud she was at one time to take the oath, and now to look back, and it's only been eight years, and say, I feel like I'm almost where I left. Now, the other issue she says is is, and you guys made a great point um, over the last couple of callers. Is communism defeated itself? Mm -hmm. Because as she said, everybody was guaranteed a job. Everybody had to show up. You know, you got your paycheck. Uh, it was bribery up up up, up the kazoo. Mm -hmm. um, they kept you dumb, fat, and happy with vodka. Everything was everything was out of control. Uh, um, productivity, and let's take General Motors. Productivity. As she said, the cars they built over there and everything they built over there was absolutely terrible. Yeah, it's dreck. There Nobody has no an incentive. incentive right. to come to work, and there's no way to move up unless you're bribed or unless you're into the party. Yep. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm a big Ron Paul supporter. Um, as a matter of fact, she got me turned on to Ron Paul. <laughs> and, of course, that didn't work out, but he was our only viable candidate. So I just wanted to, to kind of bring that to your attention. It's interesting for me to sit here, and we'll sit on the back porch, we'll share a bottle of wine, and we will talk in depth about where the dollar's headed and about where Obama's headed and nationalize this and nationalize that. Even though they say there's competition, ultimately they're going to drive all that competition out, and they'll control it all. And we will go to what she says, and I truly believe, those people that show up for work have no motivation, have no desire to do quality and quantity, and, 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 and we'll do our amnesty bill. We'll do everything that they want to get a one-system party. Now, here's the, here's the problem with what you've just said. Is you, I support the idea of immigrants coming here and bringing their work ethic, but then it's, it seems like the Republican Party has uh, latched onto the xenophobia um, that says, whoa, we got to keep these, these, uh, these illegal aliens out of here because they're voting for communism. They're voting for the Democrats. I wonder why the Republicans want to keep them out of the country. <laughs> I mean, who would you side with? We should, uh, we, if, if, if we are Republicans, we should be embracing people coming into this country because 
uh, the, the, the socialists are here and they're eating up all of our profitability, we should be bringing in people from this country that want to uh, – outside this country that want to work. The immigrants are just uh, – the, the whole immigrant issue is just another grand misdirection from the, uh, the people in the federal government or the Republicans if you want to get specific. Uh, it's a misdirection to suggest that, oh, well, the problem is the immigrants. The problem is the politicians. The problem is power. The problem is the ability to rule over others and to, right. uh, to hurt peaceful people. And most of the people trying to come here are just peaceful folk trying to make a better life for themselves. And, of course, we can also point out that the welfare system is attracting a very undesirable sort of an immigrant. And that's uh, something that the Republicans didn't do a darn thing about. They didn't get right. rid of the welfare system. They had system. six years to go ahead and stop it. Hey, great call tonight. Thank yes, you. Sir. Oh, he's gone. Thanks for the call. 800-259-9231. Hour number two is on the way. You can bring up anything. Don't blame the immigrants. Blame the politicians. They're the ones crapping all over your freedom. It's Free Talk Live. Hour two coming up. Bring up whatever you want. That's the point of the show. 800-259-9231. Attention, all active duty members and veterans of the U.S. military. Your proud service to your country entitles you with the right to participate in special VA loan programs with benefits not available to the general public, like the ability to purchase a new home with no down payment or mortgage insurance, or refi with cash out up to 100% of your present home equity with less strict credit criteria. You are entitled to these benefits. Review them online at varadio.com. This is Tim Lewis from iFreedom Direct and a veteran of Operation Iraqi Freedom. I want you to know that as a member or veteran of the United States military, you've earned special rights and privileges. On your feet! And get the details at varadio.com. iFreedom Direct Corporation is a private lender approved by the VA and licensed in most states. In certain states, certain restrictions and limitations apply. For a current list of licenses, disclosures, and all benefits, go to varadio.com. varadio.com. This is Free Talk Live. We are launching into the second hour of the Saturday edition of the program. You can take control of the airwaves and bring up whatever you want at 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Mark. Join us online at freetalklive.com. All the features we give away, so enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com. We're just going to jump right back into your phone calls, expecting to talk to Ron Paul here in about... 25 minutes. Uh, but first, let's talk to Ike in South Carolina, listening to WSC-FM. Hey, Ike. Hey, gentlemen. Well, let me try to let me try to bring some solutions to the table. Okay, great. Okay. great. The first big one that I would recommend to everyone, no more donations to any campaign of either party. No more party donations to Republicans or Democrats. Okay. Cut off their money from the voting public. The biggest, quickest way that we can send a message to Washington and to the politicians in general is the very first chance that you get is if you're in a state or if you're in some place where you have to register to one party or the other, register as an independent. Drop your party registration. Send the message. That's a quick way to do it. Let me give you another example. The banking problems that we have, here's a real quick solution for you. If you've got your money in any one of these banks, Bank of America, Wachovia, Wells Fargo, whoever they are, take your money and move it to a credit union. Credit unions were not involved in this banking mess. Mm. That sends a message. Every time I agree with your, with your fellow, with one of you guys there, where you said market-based solutions, market-based demonstration of power is where you get your strength. 
you uh, follow the money, and you follow that money, and you figure out where the money goes, and you'll find the crooks. Those are and both good. Uh, those are both good suggestions, Ike. And they're two things that are relatively simple for people to do. They're easy for people to, you know, wrap their mind around and, and to accomplish. Uh, I, I think that that's that's good. Real simple stuff. I don't know if okay. it's going to result well, in uh, any dramatic change, but at least it can help you feel better that you're not an active part in supporting this particular uh, power structure. Well, don't get me wrong. As being a 50 year old man myself. Uh, you know, that longs for the days of the outright disobedience in the streets to the point of showing up Mayor Daly for the thug that he was in 68 and for letting the people see what kind of violence the the machine perpetrates against people that don't want to buy into it no more and then have something to say. You know, I, I long for those days. And what, yeah, I well, wait, but I'm sorry to interrupt you there, but what if I told you those days, uh, those days are coming back? Oh, I'm 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 totally with it. Uh, I'm waiting on it. Uh, you won't have to look for me. I'll be in front. But I will. Well, okay, okay. I'm going to hold you. Okay, I'm going to hold you to that one. Mm-hmm. What? That, well, how I'm long have you been listening to this show? Uh, it's it's been a while. I mean, I've I've, I've talked with you folks before. Okay, so have you heard uh, us uh, talking about the civil disobedience that happens on a, a fairly decent, re- regular basis up here in Keene, New Hampshire? Uh, yeah, I have. And as a matter of fact, uh, my participation. And it's an issue that uh, you're not going to agree with me on, but I'm basically at the forefront, and I've been fighting on illegal immigration since 1983. And, yes, we took the amnesty deal underneath Reagan in 86 with the promise that they would stop the problem from continuing, Mm -hmm. and they didn't. And, uh, Ah. you know... Yeah, you're right. I'm not going to agree with you on that. (laughs) Well, I'm not going to sit here. I'm not going to sit here and, and... and, and play into this idea that it's the biggest or racist or any of that garbage like uh, Lindsey Graham from this state happens to say that it is. I simply want laws enforced, and I want some sanity brought back into the labor market like any other market. If you've got an oversupply uh, of anything, then you cheapen, the, you cheapen the wage structure, you cheapen the price of the product. That's good for and the consumers, living, by the way. It's, oh, it's excellent for the consumer, yeah. but the other part of the problem is much like uh, uh, when Lee Iacocca and Henry Ford were walking along the plant at the Rouge, and Iacocca pointed at the welding machine and told Ford, said, look, it's here, old man. You see that welding machine right there? I replaced 12 welders with that machine. Ford looked back at him and said, oh, really? How many cars are you going to sell with that welding machine? So the point to illustrate is, is yeah, you can keep cutting down labor, and how many? Hey, hey just uh, before you before you go on, how many uh, blacksmiths do you suppose the cars put out? How many farriers do you suppose the cars put out of business? You can continue to cheapen labor at your own detriment. How many wood carvers did blacksmiths put can, out of business? How many uh, sh- <laughs> how many men with shovels did a backhoe put out of business? I well, mean, come many, on. How many how many how many radio announcers are you putting out of work by syndicating? I, you know what? I haven't put anybody out of work, All I'm doing is dude. providing a service to the marketplace, uh-huh. okay, and all you want to do is prevent me from good, doing right? it. You know what? You sounded agreeable you there yours, in the first place. Okay. Huh? As long as you get yours, everything's okay. Hey, but, dude, no, no. That's it's what you're saying. You. You're saying as long yeah, as you exactly. get yours, screw them Mexicans. Are you no, in a, no, see, now there, right there, I got you. I didn't say one word about Mexicans. Who the oh, illegal immigrants? Illegal All right, screw them Mexicans we and them Chinese people. Yeah, and those Irishmen. Irishmen keep off the grass. We got a guy that just got busted from Belarus for importing illegals and working them illegally. Sir, he paid $34 million will you stop it? with the name-calling illegals? How is it that any human being can be illegal? Have you ever broken a law? 
Well, you're the one. You're the one who likes waving the Constitution, aren't you? No, I don't. I don't like waving the Constitution. Actually, I don't believe in the Constitution. I didn't sign the Constitution. It's not my document. It doesn't bind me. So sorry, you mis you misunderstood me, and maybe we didn't make that clear, or maybe I didn't make that clear tonight. But how is it that uh, that somebody can be illegal? Have you ever broken a law, Ike? Ike, have you he ever? Oh, he dropped off the line. Have you ever broken a law, dear listener? Because if you've broken a law, like the illegal immigrants have by crossing an imaginary line in the sand without asking a bureaucrat and the federal government's permission to cross that line first, then that would make you an illegal, wouldn't it? Yeah. Did you speed today? You're an illegal. You have to ask the question: Who did your forefathers ask if they could come to this country? Oh, there wasn't a bureaucracy then, Mark. It was okay. If did you ask the Indians? I mean, well, they need to have paperwork. Yeah. The Indians didn't have paperwork, right. so it doesn't matter. They need to be taking fees free from people. Free people should be able to cross yeah. free borders of free countries freely. If you can't, if you don't have those things, you don't have a free country. No. In fact, uh, those people who are out there agitating for a crackdown like Ike was, he's been working to fight the illegals since 1983. And uh, obviously not having much success because people are still coming here. You can't stop the marketplace. You couldn't. I, I don't care what you. You put well, up a, a giant wall with heat-seeking uh, yeah. machine guns. If it was a total police state, Mark. Uh, as well, then they wouldn't want to come anymore. That's what I mean. They That's, wouldn't come. You can create a country that illegals don't want to come to. Right. Exactly. Nobody's sneaking into North North Korea. Yeah, and I have to say that I am not interested in the. The, the the things that will be created as a result of this war on illegal immigration that has already begun, uh, the the internal checkpoints are already here. I don't know if you've encountered them, but if you drive around the southern area of the United States or in some uh, parts of the northern Americans being area. detained for no reason, right. with no probable cause. Oh, don't forget you need to have a passport now, allegedly, to get back into the country. All of this, uh, you know, this stop and search, uh, show us your papers, all of this stuff is very, very frightening to me, and it's very anti-freedom. It has nothing to do with liberty. It has nothing to do with the freedom to travel, to go to point A to point B. And it's just absolutely outrageous. And it's protectionism. Did you hear that's the way? What it is. Th- yeah. Did you hear the way he said? Well, you know, it, 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 our citizens, the, the, the jobs need to be. We need to drive up the cost of labor. <laughs> what? Oh, I like being able to get cheap stuff. Thanks very much. Right. I like competition. Uh, on the back of that Keynesian economics is what socialism was built on. You calling him a socialist? I'm not. I, I'm saying that he's laying the foundation of yeah. socialism. Yeah. Free people should be able to conduct business. Freely, and that includes selling their labor, right. where they wish to sell their labor. Yeah, if you don't, I like... should be. Now, I'm, I'm not saying that Mexicans are good and their government's great. I should be able to go to Mexico and work if I want to. I probably can't. I don't know everything about their immigration laws, but I suspect they're probably arduous too. Mm-hmm. And I should be able to go there and work because I am free. I probably can't, and there certainly are countries in this world where I can't go work, and that's wrong. Yep. And it's wrong that it's here happening here in America too. Toll-free number, 800-259-9231. Let's go to Chris, listening to WFLA in Florida. Chris, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Chris. Chris in Florida, going once. Should be there. Hey, Hello. Chris. Hello. Hey. You are on the air, Chris. Hey. Oh, hey, I will. 
I, 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 first of all, what I want to say, I don't know what you guys' problem is, but I would listen to the past six callers, and you guys have a problem with every single one of them. Hmm. Uh, well, maybe it's the, because they're, uh, a lot of them aren't in favor of freedom, and I don't think it's been every single one. There have been some people with some good ideas and that, that haven't been agitating for more tyranny. Uh, but we're going to bring you back, Chris, and make sure you have a chance to make your point, so do be patient. More with Chris here. Hang, hopefully he'll hang through. 800-259-9231. Yeah, I have a problem with, with uh, people that are agitating for more government and more tyranny and more oppression and greater taxation and stuff like that. I do have a problem with that. It's Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything. Just dial toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. We give away the features on the site, so enjoy those on us, including live streams, broadband version, dial-up version, even a webcam version of the show, all free for you at listen.freetalklive.com. That's listen.freetalklive.com. Guns, protests, smoking bans, biker rallies, comic conventions, pork fest, homeschooling, mortgages, pirates, hot chicks talking about liberty, and of course, there's the... Puppet from Outer Space, thinktwicenews.com. Go there and subscribe today at thinktwicenews.com. I was just there, actually, at thinktwicenews.com, watching their newest Pork Fest video from the Porcupine Freedom Festival. They had uh, kind of a montage set to some rock and roll music by the one-man rock band, uh, nothingproject, I believe, .com. And uh, just a lot of friendly folks, just a lot of shots of uh, the, the great people that were there at the Porcupine Freedom Festival. Sure was a lot of fun. ThinkTwiceNews.com. All right, let's go back to Chris listening to WFLA in Florida. Chris, you're back on Free Talk Live. Wanted to make sure you had a chance to get out your thoughts. So go ahead. Uh, thank you. I had a question for you. What the Constitution does it recommend against having to stand in army? Article, th- Article 3, Section 8. Can you quote it? Oh, sure. Just one second. Um, It says, to raise and support armies, but no appropriation of money to the use shall be for for a longer term than two years. Why do you suppose they put that in there? Do you think they meant just to have two armies? Why did they name the president commander-in-chief if... uh we're not supposed to have an army. What's he supposed to be commander-in-chief of? He's, he's uh, commander-in-chief of the uh, several states' militias and the army and the navy, according to the Constitution. When the army's formed, but he's the commander-in-chief if you of read it. the founding documents, including the Federalist Papers, which, is the, which were the, uh, the, it was the news of the day that they used to get this Constitution. Yeah, James Madison. Right. Um, he, he was one of the writers of the Federalist Papers. Right. And Hamilton. they were very, very, very clear that they did not want standing militaries. Because they they're a threat knew to liberty. What the King of England and many other kings used militaries for back in those days, and what they'd used them for was to bleed their subjects dry while they went and got more land so that they could get more subjects, so they could bleed them dry, so they could have bigger militaries, so they could go farther. And that's the reason they were against standing militaries, because it's a tool of authority and author- and, and if a tool's lying around, you're gonna want to use it. War is the health of the state. Uh well, what do, you, what, do you, what do you think would happen if we didn't have the army? We need a, a protector. That's what they set the government up for, to protect no. the people. Well, no. I think that that's the that, idea, but I, I would suggest to you that the army hasn't been used too often in its pa- in the past for to protect the United States of okay. America. Perhaps the I interest agree. of the corporations. I agree with you guys that the whole system is corrupt and whatnot. Including the military. 
Uh, and about Ronald Reagan, he, he, the guy said it was 70% increase in government. Well, where he stands out is that that's so, you guys said mostly military. Well, that's actually what the Constitution says where the government's allowed to do. A welfare and all the other social programs is where the, the, the expansion of government is what we don't want. I well, don't want any I don't government. Want, I don't want bureaucrats telling me what to do, whether those bureaucrats are armed and in green or not. Um, the the Constitution's pretty clear that they, that you know at least the founding documents are pretty clear that we aren't supposed to have a standing military. Half of discretionary the discretionary budget goes to pay for the Department of Defense, and as far as I'm concerned, it's money wasted. It's spent on things that go kaboom and blow apart. Yeah, and you don't need uh, protection by the military if you don't have the military going around the world killing people and stirring up hornets' nests around the world, making people angry at the United I'm States. On the radio. I'm sorry. Oh yes, you are talking on the radio. I think he's talking to someone else there. But yeah, yeah you don't uh, need you don't need uh, the protection of the military if you don't have the military going around stirring up trouble around the world. In fact, as you pointed out, Mark, the or as you uh, also pointed out, Chris, the president's job was uh, to be the commander in chief of the militias as well. So all you'd really need for protection is people that are interested in protecting the country on a voluntary basis. You don't have to have a centralized command and control, top down, hugely bureaucratic and expensive structure, which is all the military is, it's like the post office but with fatigues, uh, you don't have to have that in order to keep people safe. All you need are people that are armed and ready to defend freedom. That's all you need. can't fight a land war in the United States. Leave in the Constitution. No, you didn't sign this. It's not your Constitution. I did not sign the Constitution, and nor did you. Yes, I know, but I believe in the Constitution. Why? What's it done uh, for you? Because I believe in the principle. Uh, I get protection. I get... Uh, or roads paved. I guess. <laughs> that was, what's the roads? Thank you for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. So this I is like the, the, the Constitution, this is the myth, right? I okay. like the Constitution as a founding doc- document. I'm for Except it. For the whole three-fifths a person. I, well, I that, that part really, really yeah. bothers me. Uh, the I post think, office. Yeah, like the post too. office, really, you know, I, I don't, yeah. uh, that, that, that part's not so great. Yeah. But I like the Constitution as a founding <laughs> document. However, I'm of the opinion that it's been thrown away and used as, uh, as a doormat for so long that it's really not of much use anymore and that the, the, the federal government that is enacted by it needs to go away. But the roads, Mark, the roads. We can pave roads <laughs> with local government. <laughs> One eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. But those federal roads are just so much better, aren't they? The, which, no. the interstate? Yeah. Well, the inter, the interstates are. It's a fine highway system. But if you look at the amount of money that was spent on the interstate versus all the money that the federal government has wasted, you'll still find that it is a a, a, a huge bureaucratic, inefficient organization mm-hmm. that does basically nothing for the average American. Right. The, the whole suggestion that one would not be able to put pavement down. Without, without the, fed- the federal without government? The, with the stars what? and stripes. All right, let's continue and talk to Lee, listening uh, to also to WFLA. Lee, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Salutations. Hey, Lee, what's on your Libertations. mind? Oh, we're talking about the uh, uh, improving the federal government. Uh, I don't think you can. I think that uh, the only way to, to improve on it is it, to abolish it, it entirely. It just needs a good coat of fire. Yeah. Well, how about we just uh, cut the issuance of checks to uh, 10 years at the outside What's that issue of checks? What do you mean by yeah. that? Well, if they fail to pay uh, because they outlawed the issuance of checks over 10 years, no retirements, no uh, 30-year careers, just 10 years of checks available for citizens that work for the government. 
So you're saying that if you were a government bureaucrat, you wouldn't have a retirement. You'd only be able to work for 10 years for the government, and that would be it? That would be it. It's not a bad if suggestion. If you want a retirement, you buy an annuity. But it's not going to stop tyranny. That, I mean, that's not a bad suggestion. I but think it's, it's a pretty good suggestion. But it's not going to stop oppression. It's not going to stop the, uh, the state from continuing It'll to slow grow. it down. It might, but that's why it won't ever be implemented. Well, the reason it won't be implemented is who writes the laws. The bureaucrats. You sure. can't, even get, you can't <laughs> exactly. even get the politicians to write a law that, that forces the politicians to read the law yeah. before they vote on it, I, let alone <laughs> any kind of meaningful uh, uh, you know, change in the government. Rather than talking about how to tweak the federal government, I think Americans really need to start talking about declaring independence and or you can use the term secession if you want, uh, but declaring independence and breaking up this insanity called the federal government. That's the, in my opinion, the quickest route to more freedom for everybody. Can you imagine how much greater, how much more wealthy you would be, if uh, how much better life would be if you got to keep the money that currently the federal government is just sucking out of you and spending on whatever nonsense those bureaucrats want to spend it on? How much better would each of your, your life be uh, if you were able to keep the however many thousands of dollars per year it is that you're spending or sending rather over to the federal government thank you so much for the call tonight lee 800-259-9231 if you're on hold hang on and if you've got a question for ron paul i'm going to send the phone screener back through see if uh, the people that are hanging on have a question for ron paul because we're going to talk to him here in a few moments maybe he's got some ideas for how to change things at the federal level we'll see what he has to say it's free talk live more coming up in moments FreeOzRadio.com Kevin Rudd is a big fat hypocrite. Who, who's Kevin Rudd? I mean, who's Kevin Rudd? Crikey, an Australian-focused liberty podcast. I don't know who Senator Conroy is, but... He's the Minister of Broadband. Yeah, well, I just don't care about politicians' He's in charge of all the censoring of the internet. I don't really care who the politician is. I just want, wanted to stop. I don't care who's doing it. Just stop. Is that what parents say? <laughs> yeah, exactly. FreeOzRadio.com Free Talk Live. It's your show, Saturday edition. You can bring up anything normally, though right now we've got a special guest that's on the line with us, so calls for him will be given priority. But then after that, we'll be back to the normal format where you can call in about anything at 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's 1-800-259-9231. As always, Ian with you. And Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. The features, they're free, so enjoy those on us. Again, that's freetalklive.com, and this segment of the program brought to you by the Free State Project. From creating new and old media to political action to civil disobedience and market-based activism, you'll find more pro-liberty activism than you might have ever imagined possible when you move to New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project. Learn more at freestateproject.org. That's freestateproject.org as we go to a man who is pretty familiar with uh, the whole Free State Project movement. He has spoken at at least one, if not two, I think, of the Free State... Two Liberty Forums. Yeah, two Free State Project Liberty Forum events. His name is Ron Paul. You might know him as Dr. or Representative Ron Paul. Uh, Ron Paul, you're on Free Talk Live. Always nice to talk to you. Thank you. Nice to be with you. Indeed. Uh, So you're... Yes, Mark? Well, I was just going to say... Ron Paul, you have a uh, a bit of legislation that's going on right now that's probably the most exciting bit of legislation at the the federal level, and that's not saying much. Um, <laughs> in the last decade or so, could you tell us about the uh, audit the Fed bill? Yes, we are doing pretty well. Somebody was uh, 
poking a little fun at me, I guess, because they went back and found out that in 1980 I did the same thing, but only had 18 co-sponsors. Mm. But uh, today we have uh, 273 co-sponsors. Every Republican has co-sponsored it, and it's building momentum in the Senate, and it's up to about 16 in the Senate. And we have, uh, I think, about 90 two Democrats on it. So it's come along quite well. Why now, uh, Ron? Why is the interest burgeoning at this point as opposed to back in the 80s or previously? I think it's a combination of things. I think the presidential race helped uh, call attention to the American people the uh, issue of money in the Federal Reserve because I talked about it all the time. Mm. But I think that was only minor compared to the crisis that uh, just has you know, broke out about the same time, and people got worried and concerned, and they heard about TARP funds and these hundreds of billions of dollars Congress appropriating and then not knowing where the money went. So uh, the people then started demanding a little bit more accountability, and the Congress did wake up to a degree, and now they're trying to scurry around and find out where the money did go, and they're having a little trouble. But it was at that time that I said, yes, that's very important. We shouldn't have given them the money in the first place. We should find out where it's going. But uh, you're dealing with only a small amount compared to what the Fed deals with. They deal with trillions of dollars. They've been doing it for years, and they're really a government unto itself. And I I think those concerns caught on. The American people uh, responded, at least in a large enough number, to encourage their congressmen to sign on to the bill. Well, it's hard for me to get really excited about anything significantly coming as far as a uh, pro-freedom change to Washington, D.C. But let's say it happens, Ron. Let's say this thing goes through. Let's say the audit the Fed, the Fed bill goes through and it even gets signed by uh, Barack Obama and, uh, and the audit happens and everybody finds out that uh, after all the numbers have been crunched that the Federal, you know, the Federal Reserve is a big scam and it's, uh, you know, it's, it's stealing money and it's inflating the money supply and doing all these horrible things. Uh, what's next? What's the next step? Probably depends on how the dollar is doing. If uh, if the dollar is still surviving as it is right now, the financial system has collapsed and and uh, we don't have economic growth. Um, but people are clinging to dollars because they don't know what to do. Now, if they lose confidence in the dollar about the time we have the audit and uh, we find out exactly what they've been doing, there will be even more hostility uh, directed, uh, you know, toward the central bank. Today, the hostility rightfully is being directed toward the Congress, uh, but they're also interested in the Federal Reserve. So if you have a dollar crisis and you start seeing interest rates skyrocketing and prices going up, and then you find out exactly how the Fed was manipulating and, and what kind of agreements they made with uh, Goldman Sachs and other con- companies, as well as what kind of bailouts they've done with overseas operations, um, when when that time comes, if it gets bad enough, you have to have a new currency. You have to have a new system uh, because all paper currencies eventually end. Mm-hmm. The big problem is 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 you don't know when that'll come. That could that uh, you know if you had a dollar crisis and a and an audit all at one time, it could come rather quickly and people would demand change. But uh, they're more likely to poke or avoid the audit or they'll water it down and the dollar may hang in there for a little bit while for a little while longer. So we can't say exactly how long they're going to get away with what they're doing. But, Ron, are you proposing another government-issued currency, or are you talking about maybe letting the market handle this finally? Well, my proposal has always been to just allow competing currencies to legalize competition, to legalize the Constitution, because I don't – as much as I disapprove of the Fed, I don't think it would be of any benefit that if somebody had the authority, they close the Fed down tomorrow. That's sort of – 
like saying, well, tomorrow we will close the post office down and we're not going to pick up the pieces. Well, you know, but if you had competition with the post office, it might not last very long. As you probably so, know, uh, the, the guys over at the Liberty Dollar were raided back in 2007, so they, they gave it their best shot to, uh, to offer some competing currency in the marketplace, yeah, and the yeah. government came in and stole all their, uh, their silver and their gold. So. Right, and uh, that that goes to show where where the courts are because the courts generally uh, never rule in favor of sound money. They always rule in favor of uh, paper currencies and and uh, central banks. But I think there's a more interesting case going on in Dallas where uh, the company took silver silver dollars, which are called legal tender for one dollar. You know, the new new silver one mm-hmm. ounce. Yeah. Um, the company you referred to actually declared it a dollar, so that was in encroaching on uh, the sacred monopoly of, <laughs> of government money. But this is government money, so I think this is very interesting. Uh, it was a hung jury the first time and mm-hmm. the second go around. But I'm also convinced they would never say, yeah, you won. Anybody who wants to use silver dollars now can do it. You, even if they did, Congress the next day would have to clarify it because nobody would be paying any more taxes. We'd all just take our pay in silver dollars. And, now, uh, Ron, there's a lot of interest here uh, from our callers. They want to talk to you. They've got a lot of questions. So I'm hoping that I know that we can have you till 9 o'clock, right? That's in, or uh, that's Eastern top time. Of, top of East, the hour. Eastern yeah, time. Good. Yeah, the top of the hour. My time. Yeah, you're, you're in go, Texas. I can go to the top of the hour. Okay, excellent. Because uh, I definitely want to get some of these calls in here. But let's say, okay, let's say that. So if if the audit, the Fed thing goes through, and of course it's going to reveal bad news, then we go to some sort of alternative, uh, allowing the marketplace to provide currency, making that uh, legitimate. That would be great. But let's say it doesn't go through. Let's say you know it just doesn't make it for whatever reason. The Senate knocks it down, or Obama knocks it down, and it and it's it's dead in the water at that point. How about a piece of legislation, and I'm not a I'm not a federal government guy here, but uh, how about a piece of legislation that dissolves the union? Could you could you implement something like that to dissolve the union? Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, you know, it, it really was it really was there at the beginning. It was assumed all the time that uh, we we as states, uh, colonies, came together voluntarily, and we always had the right to leave. New England knew all about that, and they assumed that was the case, and. Of course, the South assumed it too, but that, mm-hmm. that has all been canceled out. Uh, so uh, I don't think that will be a very easy move to make. But I think it's something else will probably happen. Instead of making it a violence uh, separation and saying and flaunt the separation, I just think it'll be just a sort of a subtle walking away. Yeah. What, what can the government do if if their money doesn't work anymore? What happens if if they print all this money and they send it out to the beneficiaries, the Social Security beneficiaries, and it doesn't buy anything. What if they keep uh, trying to bail out places like California, since most states will be in the same trouble as California? It won't work. So it might be that there will be no big deal. There will be no uh, no big declarations. Uh, there will be no announced nullification. Mm. There will be no legal matter. People will just walk away. Yeah, and just and, stop participating. I mean, I it think is by some the con- people have already started to walk away, but I, I wouldn't say that I know anybody like that. <laughs> I, I can say I have uh, because uh, it's I'm just not interested in it. Uh, I just you know it was good for the uh, Soviet Union to break up, and I, I think it'd be good for this one too. You know, Ron Paul, hang on, we're going to bring you back here in a moment, and we'll be wall-to-wall phone calls, your calls for Ron Paul here in uh, the remaining segment of this hour. We've got him till the end of the hour, so if you're on the line, odds are good you're going get, to get to talk to him. If you're not on yet. It's a crapshoot, but you can try. 800-259-9231. We'll see how many. uh, Just make sure you break down your question quickly 
No essays for Ron Paul. Break it down quick. Get the question out. That way we can get through as many uh, people as possible to talk to Ron Paul here in moments at 800-259-9231. This is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live, your show. You bring up anything, the questions for Ron Paul or what we're doing for this segment here. Uh, otherwise, if you've got something else, we'll get to you here coming up in Hour 3. 800-259-9231 is the number. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. Hey, if you like this show and you want to help support Free Talk Live, shop with us. Just go to amazon.freetalklive.com. When you enter Amazon through that link, Free Talk Live gets a percentage of your purchase. That's all there is to it. Just start your shopping at amazon.freetalklive.com. Ron Paul, are are you still there, sir? I am here. Good to have you. Uh, you are in Texas at this time. I am. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, so we're just going to get we're just going to get right into these phone calls. We have a lot of people with questions, and hopefully they will make those questions come out quickly. So let's start with the amplifier line and talk to Jeff in New York. Jeff, you're on with Ron Paul. Hi, Doctor Paul. How you doing? Doing fine, thanks. Go ahead. I just want to let you know. You know, I'm a huge fan. Uh, I'm a supporter of Campaign for Liberty and the Mises Institute, and I voted for you. Get to the question, Jeff. I'm sorry, man. We got to um, get to the question. Um, I just wanted to say that you know that was all before I read some things in the Ron Paul political reports in the 70s and 80s and 90s that had some really not so nice things to say about you know blacks and Hispanics and homosexuals. And uh, I know you said you didn't write those reports, but you know, I mean, why was your name on there? And and you know, do you still support all those things that, that were said in there? Thank you for the call. No, I didn't write them, and I don't support them, and that's been rehashed many, many times. Yeah, I'm surprised even uh, he even brought that up. Uh, you certainly addressed that during the presidential campaign, and it's when you've got a lot of things going on beneath you, you can't oversee them all, and it was one of those things that slipped through the cracks. It's and, unfortunate, but it happens. Yeah, and it was a long time ago. Let's continue here and talk to Jason listening in Tallahassee to WFL, uh, WFLA. Hello, Jason. Hi, uh, thank you for taking my call. Um, Congressman Paul, I just want to say real quick, you're a great American, and I appreciate your service to our country. Um, my question, uh, real quick, is, you know, earlier we were kind of discussing illegal immigration, and, you know, I'm, I'm in agreement with you about protecting the borders. And when I see a state like California swamped in debt, uh, how much does that have to do with welfare concerning immigrants when they come over here illegally? And, you know, how much of a burden is welfare uh, on the average American today, Congressman Paul? From the illegal immigrant. Thanks, Thanks very much. I, I think it's a big burden, and that's a big argument, because there's also an economic benefit from illegal immigration, because when the economy was booming, labor was short on some of these jobs, so there was a benefit. But there's been some studies that show there's a net cost. Uh, besides, you're endorsing the illegal immigrations rather than a process where you allow to do it more orderly and, and reward people who follow the, the rules. But uh, once you have a welfare state, immigration becomes a burden. If you had a free society and a libertarian society, I think immigration uh, would we could be very, very generous on on immigration. But once you have welfare, we don't even have to go to California. I live in Texas, and I experienced this when I was practicing medicine that. Uh, yes, you are required to give a lot of free medical services, and if you subsidize illegal immigrations by providing free education and free medical care, lo and behold, you get 
it's more likely that they'll bring their families over and have their children here and and it becomes more of a burden uh, to us and more difficult to send them home. Yeah, this was uh, definitely something that we touched on the last time we talked to you during your presidential campaign. And uh, people can go to our website, guests.freetalklive.com, find your picture, and they can listen to that uh, prior interview. But uh, this country was built on immigration and people coming here to make a better life for themselves. And I think you're right, Ron, that if there was no welfare program, and I don't just mean a welfare program for uh, for immigrants, I mean a welfare program, period. Uh, if there was no government welfare and it was all done by uh, charity, and other private groups, then we wouldn't have a problem with, uh, yeah, with freeloaders. And, and also that encourages some of our people not to take jobs that go begging, and then there's a, there's a demand for this uh, labor. So, there's, uh, so it, it does not serve our purpose to have people dependent on others in a welfare system. Let's talk to Chris listening to WCHV in Charlottesville. Chris, you're on with Ron Paul. Uh, Dr. Paul, um, given that, that the Democrat and the Republican Party are essentially the same in, in any practical sense. Why do you think that, uh, that your party can't get any greater national traction? I talk to tons of people who really agree with pretty much everything you say in principle, but uh, it just doesn't seem like we can get any, any traction nationally. Thanks, Chris. For the, with, for the Libertarian Party? Oh, I think he's I, gone. I, but, I, yeah. I assume he means for the Libertarian Party. Or, or, within the, or the RLC, I mean the Republican Liberty Caucus. Yeah. Well, I think I think we are making some progress. I think uh, libertarian views are popular uh, if if they're delivered in the right manner. But uh, the the reason the party doesn't make it is uh, make great advances is because of the rules and the laws that the Republicans and the Democrats write. You know, getting on ballots and getting in the debates. You know, I tried it in '88 as a Libertarian Party member and and got very little coverage. But this time I got a lot more as a Republican. But I, I really have no qualms about people doing it wherever they feel most comfortable, you know, get involved and promote their cause. But uh, I, I, I'm more optimistic uh, if I understood what he said that, than he might be because I think that libertarian views are getting more popular now. That is what I sensed during the campaign. And it's... it wasn't just because of my campaign. People have heard about this, and they've heard about the Fed, and they heard about personal liberty. So I think I just touched on a nerve where people had already been thinking about it. Yeah, I think you're right about that. And, and one of the difficult parts, of course, is watching the Libertarian Party lose its way. I mean, it's, it used to be the party of principle, but it doesn't seem so much uh, anymore. Let's go to Andrew in Muscle Shoals listening to WVNA. Andrew, you're on with Ron Paul. Thank you, Mr. Paul. I've got two questions, and they're pretty parallel. One, um, do you theoretically, which I know in practice it doesn't work, but do you theoretically agree with the government's use of the Clayton and Sherman Act under antitrust? And parallel to that, would you be in favor of unions organized under simply free association with no special legal protection? Good question. Uh, yes, Thank I'm you. against anti, uh, antitrust laws. Uh, people should be allowed to do what they want as long as they don't they use any force, and there should be no prohibition against working people banding together. I sometimes uh, think that it might be might uh, evolve into a system where maybe there would be competing unions and uh, business people would make contracts with those unions, but they should have every right in the world to uh, organize. There should be no prohibition, but they, there should never be any uh, compulsion that the businessman has to deal with them, and then the government de decides exactly 
uh, how the union comes about. Uh, 51% surely shouldn't have the right to make 100% of the workers belong to a union and then the contract be forced on some businessmen. It tends to cause problems like we've seen uh, recently in the auto industry. We saw it in the railroads. We saw it in the steel industry. So, no, I'd be against antitrust laws and voluntary unions. Well said, Ron. For voluntary unions. Um, a, a question from outside the U.S. Uh, they want to know, what can someone who doesn't live in the United States do to support the Campaign for Liberty? Well, that is visit the site. If, um, and the main goal in the Campaign for Liberty is spread the message. And uh, within the United States, of course, it's uh, to get involved in politics and have an influence. But it's also educational. Uh, you know, and wherever you are, whether you're in this country or out of the country, in Canada, I think having your own little group is very, very important, and uh, and finding out how many minds uh, that you can change. And I think that's what's happening is the Internet has been uh, a real blessing because we've been able to yeah. spread a message, and it's actually a worldwide message right now. That's why we're here right now. I mean, it's because of the Internet that Free Talk Live exists and is as successful as it is. Let's talk to Dan in Arizona. Dan, you're on with Ron Paul. Oh, you got to turn down your radio. Dan, turn it down. Turn it down. Uh, sorry, I apologize for that. Go. Thanks for taking my call. Yeah, I, I have a question, or just I'm a little confused on how like a libertarian works in an international like economy. So, what would you, how would you deal with the SEC and the, the federal oversight of like the banking system? Well, you'd essentially uh, not have any. You wouldn't have an SEC. You didn't have that before the 1930s. The Fed created the chaos of the 30s. They said it was a lack of regulation of capitalism, but it wasn't. It was caused by the Federal Reserve messing around with the money supply and interest rates and, Thank you, and creating a bubble. Uh, so they come in with the SEC. So you don't you don't want regulations like that. And people say, well, does that mean no regulations? You mean everybody does anything they want? No, the regulations come from from the marketplace. Mm-hmm. I mean, if, if you don't provide a good product, you go out of business. If you commit fraud, you go to jail. Uh, Enron, uh, Enron was taken care of pretty much with the marketplace uh, by fraud laws with state laws that were prosecuted here in Houston, Texas, and, and the market discounted their, the value of their stock. It went to zero. It was exposed for what they were, and, and they were gone. But, but today, with all these regulatory agencies trying to keep this economy together, uh, it's stealing money from the poor and giving it to the rich and, uh, and planning to write more regulations to protect Wall Street and the rich bankers. So, Ron, uh, we are almost out of time here. Mark, you wanted to ask one more thing about the Yeah, I just want you to get a, a chance here to, to tell people what they can do to support your Audit the Fed bill. Um, there's 200 and how many representatives backing it at this point? And you've got 30 uh, seconds to do it, Ron. It's uh, 273, I believe, very close to that. There's 16 senators. The main thing is work on the senators right now. If you're a congressman, uh, it can't be a Republican because they all signed on. If you have a Democratic congressman that hasn't signed on, the more the merrier. And the better we will be able to negotiate when the time comes when they'll try to, you know, uh, cut us down or weaken, weaken the bill. So, uh, yes. Call your congressman. Get, get hold of them and get them on the bill. Hey, Ron, it's always so great talking to you. And keep up the great work out there and talking about freedom, okay? Thank you very much. Thank you, sir. Good night. Good to be with you. Hour three is on the way. If you're on the line, we'll get to you. You can talk about anything. Free Talk Live. I had a great idea at work yesterday. So, I gathered my A-team to meet online using WebEx. I passed the ball to Carol in Atlanta, and I created some killer graphics. Then, I passed the ball to Taz in San Jose because I write the code that makes their ideas work online. Then I passed the ball to Logan in Cambridge. I'm kind of the keeper of cool. And hey, it was cool. 
So now my idea wasn't just an idea. It was our hot new product line created by our national development team. Spread across three time zones. And we couldn't have done it without passing the ball. Using WebEx, the only way to pass the ball online. Pass the ball. Get your ideas rolling. Go to WebEx.com and try WebEx free. Just click the radio graphic and enter promo code 606 to get a free trial and a free retractable VoIP headset. Remember that code 606. WebEx from Cisco. W-E-B-E-X dot com. Free headsets available while supplies last. Terms and restrictions apply. See website for details. This is Free Talk Live. We're launching into the third hour of the program. You can bring up whatever you want. Just dial toll-free to 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 800-259-9231. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Mark. Join us online at freetalklive.com. The features are free, so enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com. We'll start things up and going right back to your calls. Cliff is in North Carolina, and you're on the amp line. Hey, Cliff. Uh, good evening, guys. How are you? Hey, what's on your mind tonight? Um, on my mind is um, what you guys have been talking about pretty much with your last uh, three callers prior to Ron Paul. Essentially, it seems like there are a lot of people that are you know, pretty much on board with the Liberty message minus a few key uh, key issues. Mm. And it seems to me like, you know, they, they get it, but they don't get it. Uh, they, they don't get the entire picture. And, yeah, uh, as so, Michael but, Cloud has, I think, called them, uh, to paraphrase, liberty minus one. And the problem is yeah. when all those people get together that have one issue where they don't believe in liberty, they all get together and they pass their, you know, if, if they were representatives in a government, they would uh, lobby to pass not freedom-oriented legislation uh, that would repeal government, but they'd, they'd focus on that one issue where they think government should get involved in people's lives, and then you know they'd have to scratch the backs of everybody else that wanted their one issue passed, and then you've got the tyranny we tyranny. have today. Yeah, go ahead with your thoughts. Yeah, other than, uh, than bringing um, uh, Liberty Social Network on- online, you know, hopefully pretty soon, uh, something I want to work on is um, you know just from everyday life and just having conversations with people is... Um, some of the things that I find more effective, as far as you know, um, uh, as far as uh, bringing them to the ideas of liberty, because for instance, debates are great for radio, and uh, making these uh, disagreements are great for radio. Mm-hmm. But as far as like you know, bringing somebody along so that you know, to the point where they actually fully understand this, I think you know, we we need to uh, to get to find a different tactic. And I saw this when I was in New Hampshire just a couple of days ago. Uh, we, we just sat down, and uh, some some uh, other couple sat, uh, sat down at a table with us at an outside cafe. And, um, you know, I think the, the wife, there was a wife and a husband, basically, and mm-hmm. I was speaking with the wife, and I think she kind of understood, but there was another activist there that was speaking with the, uh, the husband. I think he, it became a little bit more confrontational than, oh boy. Than, uh, than educational. And I think we need to focus more on the educational aspect and the confrontational aspect when we're having real conversations, not yeah. not. Talk radio is great, you know, for, for, for debates. But oh, no, I completely for... agree with you, and that's why I highly recommend the products over the Advocates for Self-Government at the Advocates. Is it theadvocates.org? Yes, yeah, I believe the it advocates. is. Theadvocates.org. They have some great audio uh, CDs and some books and uh, things like that that are designed to help you become more persuasive, be a better communicator of liberty-oriented ideas. And let me tell you, when I started in this uh, this liberty world, I was not the most persuasive, and I still have a, a ways to go, I think. Uh, but uh, the, 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 the more we become aware of our, our shortfalls, the more likely uh, the, and the more uh, we become aware of our desire to be better communicators, the better we'll focus on what we're saying, what's coming out of our mouths and the reactions of the people that we're talking about. And hopefully we'll move in the right direction. I, uh, I think you're right about all of that, Cliff. Any other thoughts? Yeah, well, one last thing. What I'm going to do basically is I'm going to try to you know, kind of create like a top ten things that I think are good for uh, 
having conversations, and I'm going to post it on the BBS, and hopefully, you know, others will uh, be able to contribute their ideas of, you know, maybe add more stuff, remove some stuff, or change it around to, to see if we can, you know, kind of tweak this so we can have, uh, you know, so, so we can be more effective at this. Great. Thank you, Cliff. I appreciate that, and right. let us know when you've done that. I, I look forward to uh, hearing from you. Good night. 800-259-9231. Met Cliff earlier this week. He had come up here to New Hampshire with his lovely wife and uh, young child, and they came up here to Keene and came out and... We got some activists together, and uh, there was just something that happened to be going down that day with one of the activists going to turn in some paperwork at a court. And he came out, and they came out and met us, and we went uh, downtown and had some lunch. And it was so cool because it was a really great example of how well-populated this area is becoming as far as activists are concerned. Because as we were sitting there with about five activists, uh, with Cliff and his wife, three different activists, three different liberty-oriented activists walked up, just happened to be walking down Main Street, not together, mind you. One came, and then, you know, five or ten minutes later, another came, and then five minutes later, another one came, and it was just activist act after activist. It was very cool. It was a real uh, impressive moment. I I'm think. sorry, I missed him. Yeah, uh, well, yeah, uh, 800-259-9231 is the number. We're going to continue with your calls about anything and go to Brian listening to WFLA-FM in Tallahassee. Hey, Brian, you're on Free Talk Live. Brian? Hi. Um, I was just gonna, I had a couple of things I wanted to talk about. Sure. Uh, first of all, I wanted to talk about the uh, how we're letting uh, illegals in, and once they're already in, and they're they're having their own children in our country, how they're how we're letting them stay. Well, well, hold on a second. Let's address the first thing about illegals. Um, as I asked before, and I'll ask you since you're on the line. Hopefully, you won't hang up. Uh, have you ever broken the law? No. No. You've never sped. No. Never never had a beer under the age of 21? Never been convicted. Oh. Oh, it's it's about conviction. I See, I thought you were suggesting that illegals were here. And I, I think once they've caught them, um, that they're probably shipping them out of the country, don't you think? I mean, so it's all the ones that haven't been caught yet. So they've done just as much, uh, you know, they, they've done. They broke you've the done, law, too. You've broken the law just like they have. So yeah, you're so an illegal. So you're an illegal now. Welcome to feel? America, Mr. Illegal. Yeah. Mom's illegal. Sorry? Yes, but I haven't been coming in here, and you were using up all our uh, government's money. Did you go to the I'm public school? From the, from did you go government. to Did you go to public school? Yes, I did. Well, uh, you you sure used the taxpayer's welfare queen. money? Uh, yeah, well, you you I, welfare queen. I'm a taxpayer. Now you're a taxpayer, but you use those taxpayers' money. Hey, guess what, dude? <laughs> a lot of the so-called illegals are paying taxes too. They live somewhere. They a lot get of them fake. Are too, they get fake social security That's numbers, but they have to pay real taxes on those Look, numbers. I'm I'm not here suggesting that people should have to pay for illegal aliens in this Norma. country. I don't think you should have to pay for anyone to go to school, for anyone's medical care, for anyone's uh, you know t- to necessarily pay for anyone's child to eat. I think those are the roles of. Children. Charities. However, I am of the opinion that free people should be able to cross borders of free countries freely. What do you think about that? Well, I have no problem with them coming here. If they come in legally, and they're going to... And by legally, you mean jumping through every arbitrary... By legally, even... (laughs) Have you ever even looked... Do you have any idea how difficult it is to get to this country? Legally. Do you have more than one person on the line? No, sir. Okay, thought I heard somebody else there. Uh, so, uh, yeah, have you ever looked into the legal process of immigration? A uh, very little bit. Yeah, what's it like? What do you know about it? You, um, you got to go through, uh, send over all your information. I have to wait. Uh, I read online about uh, the process can take uh, actually several years. I yeah, found. yeah, yeah. It can. Don't How forget about the, the money? Thousands and thousands of dollars. <laughs> right. 
Hey, thanks for the call tonight. Sounds like there's somebody else on the line there. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can bring up whatever you want. Uh, you know, and then well, you could, we can drill down, uh, drill down further, and I would have done so if there wasn't the snickering uh, person in the background there. Uh, I would have drilled down further and asked, well, how are you going to stop them? Yeah. You want well, to answer that question? Drilling, they'll drill up under. They yeah. have. One, there's, one, a, there's tunnels running from Mexico to the United States. How are you going to stop illegal illegals from coming to the country? I know, Mark. We could set up checkpoints all over the place and stop every single car and demand identification. Let's from do house to house searches. I, yeah. I mean, uh, don't forget the could, businesses. There could be illegals in people's houses. There could be businesses too that are harboring them. So we need to make Absolutely. sure we check every single business and, and raid them. With it's violence. one thing going to people's houses, but uh, you know, business people shouldn't be free to run there businesses the way they want to run them not in america toll free number 800-259-9231 so if you can answer that question how it will be that you plan on stopping people from coming into the united states would love to hear from you uh we will go in the meantime to dave listening to wkbk in our very own Keene, new hampshire hello dave hey how you doing hey what's on your mind tonight hey you know i've been listening to you guys for a couple weeks now uh, maybe a month or so a month or more and i gotta tell you what a bunch of whiners what do you mean you guys you guys are really amazing. It's like uh, you're talking about being oppressed and tyranny yeah. and all this stuff. You aren't oppressed. No. You aren't under tyranny. Try being, you know, like a slave or try being. Uh, but I am a you slave. Know, Oh, really? Yeah. Because you have to pay tax. That's right. Dave, oh. Dave, hold on. Before you, you go on, Dave. To, and you get Dave, to enjoy Dave, all the stuff. Dave, listen to me for a second. I know, you, I know you've got a soapbox to get on. I'll let you get on your soapbox. I've got a question for you. If you, sure. pay, if you had to pay 100% of the money that you worked for to somebody who demanded it from you, would you be, be a slave at that point? Uh, yeah. Okay. If you, had to, pay, if you had to pay 50%. Of the money that you work for to some person, uh, some organization, would you be a slave at that point? Certainly not. Why? That's not forced labor. And 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 even what? if you had to pay all your money, you're not you're not forced into labor. You're, a, you you guys use these words like tyranny. I'll tell you and, what, Dave. I'm going to bring it back here. Dave, Dave uh, use the commercial break to come up with a better term for a person that has to give fifty uh, percent of the uh, more fifty percent or more of their money over to an organization that uh, you know takes it from them by force. Citizen. How about that one, Mark? Citizen's a good word for it. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. We'll just call it something different, and then it's not slavery anymore. We'll bring Dave back though if he hangs on. It's Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. It is your show, and you can bring up what you want. 800-259-9231 is the SACL CAI toll-free line. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Mark. And the number, 800-259-9231. You can join us online at freetalklive.com. We give away the features uh, on the site, and so you can enjoy them on us. Uh, Facebook is one of the things we've got going on, facebook.freetalklive.com. You can become a fan uh, just by clicking the Become a Fan link. That'll give you access to... But pretty much our updates. I mean, that's what's going on on the Facebook list. Is it's kind of a copy of our updates list, but it's more pretty uh, to look at, and you get to find out who else listens to Free Talk Live, and maybe meet some new people. I guess that's one of the benefits, right, of Facebook, social networking, and all that. Facebook. Freetalklive.com. I've been taking a new vitamin called Choose for Health Super Fruit Complex. It's a pretty tasty thing. It includes fruits and berries that have tremendous health-enhancing qualities. It contain hundreds of naturally occurring vitamins, minerals, antioxidants, amino acids, enzymes, essential fatty acids, fiber, and phytonutrients. You can find out more and order at orderchoose.com. That's orderchoose.com. 
All right, we're going back to Dave. He's in Keene. He's listening to WKBK. And Dave, you called up to call us whiners, uh, which is, you know, it's an ad hominem, and that's fine. We get that often enough. Uh, but what I'd like to ask you is if pointing out what are perceived problems and pointing out suggested solutions is whining, how, how, do, how is that whining exactly? I guess I'm confused. Well, you're not actually pointing out too many solutions. Oh, but yes, we do. And as a matter of fact, we've uh, pointed out a number of them a number of times. Maybe you just haven't listened long enough. Uh, but the Free State Project is a solution. Of course, you're already here in New Hampshire. But uh, yeah, you don't let people finish their sentences. Go ahead, Dave. <laughs> you're yeah, still here. Um, you know, you, you use words like oppressed. You're being oppressed. Mm-hmm. It's like, help, help, I'm being oppressed. Come see the violence inherent in the system. You sound like the moron on uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. You know, and you say that. Uh, so when it, well, uh, hold on, before you go on, when a cameraman is arrested in a public court lobby for using his video camera, a, a video journalist is arrested. You're saying that's not oppression. What do you call that? No, that's not oppression. What do you, you call that? You're in a courtroom, or you're in the lobby of the court, and at that point, you need to do what they tell you to do. When you are outside. You can videotape whenever you want. Now, you see, I would call I would call a country where it's the rule of men. You know the, what the founding fathers were trying to get away from the rule of men. Um, I would call that oppression in and of itself because people can yeah, say whatever what? they want. Not. What's that? You know what? It's not. It's if not. I tell you to go jump no off a bridge, are you being oppressed? oppressed? That's just somebody saying whatever they want. We need to have laws written down, and we need to have an open judicial system. Wouldn't you agree? You know what? Then you know what? Work to change those laws. It's you know not what? a law, but, but, Dave. But, That's the problem. They make that crap you know, up, Dave. They make it up on the you spot. Know you know what? Yeah, but you know what? It is the law that they can... Uh, it might not be the law that you can't videotape, but it is the law that the judge rules the courtroom. The judge so needs judge to sign what his, It's not a that's, courtroom, that's and the, the judges need to sign their orders, Dave. You know, I don't know all the facts of your... I know you uh, don't. It You're making like you an do. opinion yeah. over crap you don't know about, well, I, and I, su- well, I would I love... That up. You brought it up. You, uh, I would love. Didn't bring up the court case. You brought the court case up. I just said you guys use words like oppression and. I don't know what else to call it. I'm totally giving you an example of it. What I would don't you know call what else it? to call it, Dave? Yeah. What's that? It's what? not oppression. What would it's, you call I mean, it? It might be an infringement of some of your rights, but you're not being oppressed. Oh, I mean, that's okay. ridiculous. Okay, okay? so and, it's it's. You it's know, I used to live in Berkeley. Okay, and there was a guy there who wanted to fight the oppression of having to wear clothes. So he was the, the naked, naked guy. guy. And you, yeah, and you know what? After about three weeks, after the, the little uh, novelty of it wore off, people were like, you know what, buddy, just put some clothes on. You know, we understand your little point, but just put some clothes on. I'm with you. I, 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 I'm, I'm not interested thing. in naked people, Dave. And I'm not, I do think that the, some of the civil disobedience that's been done here you know in what? New Hampshire is You know is, what? When they tell mistake. you to stop filming in a courtroom, stop filming. You know what? And when... Right, so just obey whatever they tell you to get. When they tell you to get on the cattle train and go get gassed, just get on the cattle train and go get gassed. Oh my gosh, you're right, because you know the next step is getting on the cattle train and getting gassed. No, but it's down the line. Don't you want an open court? Exactly what happened to you is one inch away from what happened to the Jews in Nazi Germany. Dave, you're exactly right. Oh my God. How could I not have seen that? Don't you want an open court system, Dave? No, he doesn't. What do you have against open court systems? Nothing. But you know what? 
one little incident because you guys are acting like morons. It's not one incident. It's every single time. There They've two banned cameras from the courtrooms They're, here in from the lobby, From the court lobby. They've also now banned cameras from the... From ca- any government building. No, not any government building, but the clerk's office. They've been banned from there. What do you say to that one? Yeah, because you guys are, you know, you guys are just... See, Dave, the ridiculous. thing is, you don't care about freedom. You just don't care. Do you care just don't want freedom, your boat. Why rocked. did you need to film it? What do you, you want, sir? What because it's it's supposed to be freedom of the press and these are supposed to why be Why did the founding fathers have freedom of the press, Dave? Why did they suggest freedom of the speech? I mean, yeah. people might say something offensive. We don't need freedom of speech, Dave. Yeah, if a no, man in a badge says to shut up, Mark, you should shut up. And wine and say that you were mistreated. You know what? Tough luck. You guys are just a bunch of whiners. That's it. That's right. Tough luck for you, Dave, because I got news for you. There's more of us whiners coming here, moving right here to Keene, New Hampshire, moving all across New Hampshire. And what are you going to do about that? You know what? You're a speck. Okay. How many are you going to have? You're going to have a thousand? Hundreds. No. Maybe thousands. Hundreds. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. A hundred of you free staters right here in Keene. Oh, my gosh. You're going to take over the government. (laughs) What a bunch of morons. Wow, well, you're so intellectual, Dave. You know, I, I'm just I'm just letting you kind of play yourself out here just to show how brilliant and intellectual you are. Do you have anything else to say besides whiners, morons, or any other ad hominem attacks? Do you actually have anything intelligent Ooh, to say? Do you, Dave, do you have actually anything intelligent to say beyond, well, you should obey whatever it is the men in the badge and the robes say you should do? That's not what I said. That is what you said. That's exactly what you said. when you're in the courtroom, when you're in the courthouse, you follow the rules. How about they follow their rules, Dave? Their rules say freedom of uh, speech. They work for us, Dave. Their their rules say freedom of the press. Their rules say that there should be an open government. Our friend Sam Dodson went down there just last week to try to take photos of uh, of the court documents in that court lobby. And their own rules in Section 91A specify that every government office should allow people to come in and photograph or copy or do whatever they need to with the public documents. When he pulled out the camera... They threatened him with arrest. Was he a whiner? Well, you know, how come, how come when uh, anyone else has done anything like that, they haven't got the same treatment as you? I don't. Why do you think it is, What are Dave? you talking about? Why do I think it is? Yep. Because no one else is making such a big stink about it. That's right. Nobody else cares that much about freedom to go down and do these things. That's we why do. the government That's has not, you know grown. What? That is not what freedom is all about, whether or not you can film in... Or, no, what not. freedom is all about is no, my ability to live my life how I want without a bunch of officious bureaucrats telling me how I should live my life. My Why did you guys get arrested in the first place? I'm sorry? Why did you have to go into court in the first place? Uh, the reason that, the, the, that Sam was in court was because Dave Ridley was arrested for bringing a camera into the court lobby when somebody else was arrested for some other nonsensical thing, which I can't... Oh, it was Andrew Carroll with the uh, marijuana possession. He held a, a piece of marijuana out in his hand. Do you think that he should have gone to jail for nine days for that? Uh, you know, if he had, uh, if he was arrested for marijuana, then you get whatever. That's right. Whatever is. they say, even if it's death, you'd support it, wouldn't you? No, I wouldn't. Oh, really? Well, you said you'd get whatever no. you get, right? And that's just the system. I, I never. I, those words never came out of my mouth. If, if you if you support it or not, it doesn't matter because you're not doing anything to change the system. All I know is that you are a long ways away from stepping on that train to the gas chamber. I agree with that. Thanks Mike. for the time and the call. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, but that doesn't mean this isn't tyranny.
We wouldn't be where we are without our amplifiers. Their $3 per month helps us spread Free Talk Live and gets them access to perks at amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. It's your show, and you can bring up whatever you want. The toll-free number is 800-259-9231. SACL CAI toll-free line. It's Ian with you. And Mark. Toll-free number again, 800-259-9231. You can join us online at freetalklive.com. The features on the site we give to you, including... The bulletin board system with over 450,000 posts. There's a lot to talk about from serious issues to fun stuff. You'll find it all at bbs.freetalklive.com. Audible.com offers over 60,000 downloadable audiobooks, magazines, and radio shows for your iPod or MP3 player. You can go try them out by downloading a free audiobook today at audiblepodcast.com slash FTL. It's free to anyone, including Dave, audiblepodcast.com slash FTL. Oh, Dave. Dave in New Hampshire. He's that same guy that called the very end of our Porcupine Freedom Festival edition of the program. And, you know, all he ever has are just insults to throw around. Oh, we're a speck, Mark. The Free State Project, the movement of thousands of liberty-minded people all here to New Hampshire in order to get active for liberty. Dave calls a speck. And at this point, there are only a few hundred people that have made the move, but there are hundreds and thousands well, more coming I'd like coming to point soon. out that, um, first off, it, it, it should it, the idea of, the, uh, of, of the, the, the Free State Project isn't to move people there and immediately take over the government. The idea is to spread the ideas of liberty. If yeah. the ideas of liberty are any good, and I, I would say they, that they have been poorly communicated to Dave at this point. Um, and I don't think Dave believes in the ideas of liberty. I don't think he cares. I, I, think, he, every, I think he's fully accepted. The state. Everybody believes in the ideas of liberty to some extent, at least He's an for apologist themselves. for the state, though. I mean, sure. Um, I mean, if Dave was smoking pot, and I'm sure he has, he says that's young sound. And yeah. when, when you listen to uh, young people, the vast majority of them have smoked pot. But he believes in throwing pot smokers in jail if right. they get caught. Apparently. Except if they're Dave. And he was saying, you don't know what tyranny is. I'll tell you what, if you've been thrown in jail for a consensual act, you know what tyranny is. Definition number five right here from Dictionary.com, undue severity or harshness. I would say any amount of time spent in a prison cell for the possession of a plant or any other chemical, or any time spent in a prison cell for engaging in consensual sexual acts, or gambling, or anything else that doesn't involve a victim, is severe and harsh, therefore tyrannical. Sorry, Dave. If Check Dave, your dictionary. If Dave went to Berkeley, I mean, I can only make the assumptions that he's probably the liberal guy and therefore likes the idea of taxes for social programs. I don't know, for sure. But you've got to get a little older and pay en- enough of those taxes to realize, holy crap, these people are stealing a lot of money from me, and they're, they're wasting it. I don't know, Mark. Maybe he's older than you. You don't really know that. And I maybe he left Berkeley because he's a conservative, and Could he's be. just a status law and order conservative. Just making assumptions. Whatever. Know. Either way, he's a statist. I don't care if he's liberal or conservative, but I hope, Dave, that well, you'll open your I mind. I was a statist once, too. Yeah, and so I was I. I. I would love for Dave to come along. Matter of fact, I'd have uh, lunch with him. Well, he but, should come out to the to Vendetta Social Sundays tomorrow afternoon, meet all kinds of uh, liberty-minded people, and have a real conversation instead of being you know, nice sniping there instead of sniping on a phone line you know we're real people i'll be there tomorrow afternoon go to freekeen.com and click on the calendar 800-259-9231 is the SACL cai toll free line let's talk to matt in illinois you're on free talk live with Ina mark hi guys hey you're on the amp line um well i listened to to dave uh call you guys just now and what i heard was bah, bah, bah. Hey, you're just a whiner, Matt. Yes, I, and and here's something. I don't think he's put a lot of thought into what he's saying. And as far as whiners go, I'd like to name some very famous whiners. 
Rosa Parks was a famous whiner. She was just whining because she had to stand up and right. go to the back of the bus. She should have just obeyed. Just stand up and go to the back of the bus. Right. Martin it wasn't Luther about King. the larger Matt. It wasn't about the larger issues of uh, black people being treated uh, worse than white people. It was about that one rule. And if that's the rule, she should just get up and go to the back of the bus, right? That that's right. She's just such a whiner. And there's there's Martin Luther King. He was another famous whiner. That man did nothing but whine. Oh, I have a dream. I dream that one day we can all live in freedom. Oh, what about that oh, Gandhi guy? guy? What about him? He got a dream. Go back to sleep. Yeah, what about Gandhi? I mean, geez, talk Gandhi about a whiner. Was the, he was the last one. I think he was probably and possibly the most famous and maybe influenced the most people toward freedom. Uh, granted, now he didn't, you know, he wasn't over here in the United States. He wasn't American, so maybe he doesn't count as a whiner. Mm. But, uh, he, you know, he was very freedom-oriented. Uh, so he must have been a whiner. Well, you know, Dave's obviously not here to uh, defend his uh, ad hominem attacks, but he might point out, because those particular individuals kind of have, uh, they've earned their reputation, right? Whereas the uh, the free staters and the activists that are doing similar activism today, not identical, mind you, but similar acts of civil disobedience and things like that, uh, it's easy to deride them because they haven't earned their cred in the uh, the, the realm of history like those people. Well, how are you going to earn it? I mean, you got to be a whiner first. <laughs> I mean, before Gandhi was Gandhi, what was he but just another whiner on the street wrapped in a towel? I mean, come on. Thanks, Matt. Any you other know? thoughts? So, I, I guess that's I, – I can't get too intellectual with him because he doesn't seem to be that intellectual to me. It does, no. just doesn't seem like he's put any thought into what he's saying at all. And I guess if he wishes to voluntarily give up his money and voluntarily support uh, a, a, re, a regime that goes about throwing people in jail for trying to report the news, mm-hmm. uh, that's up to him and best of luck to him. But I don't think that that same regime should have any uh, authority over myself or anybody else who would much rather uh, be able to decide for themselves what they feel is uh, uh, is right to report. Oh, to yeah? Gym. Oh, yeah? Well, you're just dumb, Matt. You're dumb. Well, perhaps. <laughs> Thanks perhaps for the call. I, am just stupid. <laughs> I appreciate it. And kidding, of course, 800-259-9231. Maybe these ideas of liberty are stupid. I don't know. I believe in them, and I've dedicated my life to the pursuit of them, and we'll find out whether or not they work, whether or not they've got legs. Uh, this, the Free State Project, is the only solution that I could I could see for spec for making these things happen. You're a spec, Mark. It may very well be that it's a spec. <laughs> I don't know. Well, All I, think I he... could do is what I think is right and what is best. And you know, I understand Dave doesn't feel like uh, we're welcome here or something like that, but. Honestly, the people of the Free State Project were invited here by the governor. When Dave moved here or moved back here, was he invited by the governor? Maybe he should get out. I feel welcomed. I mean, a lot of the people seem to really yeah, appreciate that uh, the Free Staters are now, here. Now, I understand here in Keene, the one city, you know, that, uh, that it seems to be the, the socialist enclave in Cheshire County or the state of New Hampshire. But, psh, please, everybody out in Westmoreland uh, <laughs> believes in small government. Let's go to Chris listening to WSC-FM. Chris, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, how's it going, guys? Hey, what's hey. on your mind tonight? 
Yeah, I was just wanting to make some comments on that uh, guy, Dave, that was on here a couple of calls Yes, ago. the intellectual, Dave. Yes, uh, the one that uh, thinks he has a Ph.D. from Harvard or something like that. Right. Yeah, because uh, I was wanting to just, uh, agree with y'all guys because uh, right now, with the way that these people are going into court and all wanting to take photographs and stuff, that's uh, the freedom of press right there. Sure. The, Seems obvious. The public, the public needs to know what's going on in this country and all about people that's out there that's going to probably endanger the lives of people out there. Like, take, for instance, our kids out here, for instance. The people need to know what's going on with these people in the court systems. I completely agree, and the only way to really know what's happening is to be able to show light on what's going on, to actually have recording devices uh, in the courtrooms and anywhere else that there are supposedly public uh, people doing public things I mean, if these government money. people don't have anything to hide, they shouldn't have any problem with cameras, right? Absolutely. And that's what I'm saying, and uh, to bring this thing up, look at the, for instance, I hate to bring up the past and all like this, but uh, the, the O.J. OJ Simpson trial, they brought that whole trial on tv mm -hmm. and there was no complaints or nothing like this from the public about that situation so what's the big deal about uh bringing us something up for mr joe blow that's uh say down the street your next door neighbor i i don't you know i don't have a poll to back me up or anything like this but i would like to think that most of the american public is, is in agreement with you chris and i thank you for the call and the idea that they would like to know what these government bureaucrats are doing with their with their money that they've stolen from them uh, through confiscatory taxation. I think most people like that idea of having, you know, an open-door policy and being able to, to witness these things. And that's what TV cameras allow people to do. They don't have to leave their home to do it. More on the way. It's Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live. Only moments remain in this, the Saturday edition of the show, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, and it's Ian with you. And Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. All the features we give away, and if you like the show and want to help support Free Talk Live, become an amplifier for as little as three bucks a month. We'll take that money in, reinvest it into the show, and get on more radio stations around the country. Bring our whining to more people all over the uh, the Internet and expose new people to the ideas of freedom and liberty. Because darn it, they are valuable, and it's not whining if you've got solutions. And we do have solutions, whether Dave wants to admit it or not. In fact, speaking of Dave, we've got Sam on the line, who is uh, one of the people that he was criticizing for daring to bring his video camera into a public court lobby and uh, subsequently being arrested for it. Sam, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, gentlemen. Yeah, I caught the tail end of Dave's call. I'm not sure what started it. Um... And I've I've been listening to that, and you know we we call into a local uh, show called Talk Back here in Keene, where we talk to some of the city councilors and various guests that they have on. And something occurred to me out of that discussion is that people like Dave and Cynthia and and a lot of the politicians and bureaucrats they don't really believe in peace. And liberty is really uh, based on the idea of peace and compassion. It's about uh, using creative means to, to solve problems and, and finding ways without using aggression, without uh, violating anybody else's rights or going against their better judgment. It's finding a way to come to a, a solution. And, it, you know, it's the politicians out there, I really think, believe in the need to use violence in order to achieve order in society. Yeah. What do you guys think? No, I think you're absolutely right, though. I don't think it's fair to uh, lump Cynthia into the same category as Dave. Um, they both may believe in the state, but at the very least, Cynthia is courteous and doesn't uh, call names. 
Oh yeah, absolutely. I wouldn't put them in that in that uh, narrow of a group, but I think underlying all of this, um, I, I really think it's fear when we present these ideas out there and they hear them for the first time and think, well, that's crazy that you know we could let the market handle some of these ideas or some of these services. Uh, underlying all of that is they believe, for whatever reason, that you know we have to have violence, we have to have this authority out there that's overarching everybody that you know, is the the ultimatum. And without that, things would just fall apart and they can't see how it would possibly work because they believe in the need to aggress against their neighbors, not to say that they like it. Yeah, I would say that fear is uh, is a very motivating element for these people, the people that are in the, these positions of power. I mean, they must be afraid of something. That's why they're not allowing cameras into uh, their various different offices. It's, that seems to be based right into fear. Well, uh, that's Partly, I think, why they're resisting that so much is because it's a challenge to their authority, Mm -hmm. and they know that uh, we're likely to uncover some things that will not make them look good, and they don't want to actually change. I mean, banning the cameras out of the clerk's office because they're claiming they have vital records in there tells me that, you know, they want to continue talking about vital records out in the open and taking notes at the front desk where... Even somebody without a camera could listen to that, could hear it, could take that information out of the office. And cameras inside the clerk's office would ensure that they can't do that and actually do a better job of protecting those records because at any time somebody could walk in and they better not be, you know, have, have open records or vital records that, they're, that are covered under a Privacy Act laying out in the open. People can actually see what happened, uh, see some of the footage of when you went into this clerk's office where they banned cameras with cameras and see what their reaction was. And all of that is available over at ObscuredTruth.com. That's your website, ObscuredTruth.com. Sam, thank you for the call tonight. Always uh, good hearing from you, and I'm sure we'll have you on the show again coming up this week. 800-259-9231. Let's go to Jose in California. Jose, you're on Free Talk Live at the end of March. Hey, it's Jose. Uh, I had some comments about Brian uh, basically dissing, uh, not illegal immigrants, but basically immigrants, sort of. Okay, go ahead. Uh, I basically applied when I was 18. Um, I am a homosexual, um, so I applied when I was 18. I am now 28, and I am now successfully, uh, how do you say this, celebrating my two-year anniversary of being a legal American citizen. Congratulations. Congratulations. Yeah. How much did it cost you? Uh, cost? Yeah. How many Not How many much, dollars really. in I mean, fees did you well, have to pay? Well, actually, my parents paid for my entry into the United States, so I'm not sure. Okay. Gotcha. I would just like to say that I feel that I am a very proud American as opposed to some of my other colleagues. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I just think that what he said was completely... Uh, dogma, and he did not understand exactly what he was talking about. I don't remember what he said. Can you recap it? <laughs> he basically did not agree uh, that anybody outside of America should be able to enter America. Mm. Well, you Even you should jump through a bunch of hoops, apparently, is, is usually the the viewpoint of the uh, immigration restriction people. And I jumped a lot of hoops, honey. Yeah, I bet you did. Yeah, I don't think you should have. I think that there shouldn't be any hoops. I think that people should just be able to come here and, and make a better life for themselves if that's what they want, and I, I presume you agree with that. Yes, I absolutely love America. Thank you so much for the call. There's so much more supporting you my homeless. I appreciate it. Well, you know what? You should be able to do what you want as long as you aren't harming anybody else. Let's talk to Rich in New Hampshire. You're on Free Talk Live. Rich. Uh, yes, it's my turn to address uh, David's question about 
whether we live under tyranny or whether we're free, uh, Thomas Jefferson said that where the government fears the people, there is liberty. And where the people fear the government, there is tyranny. Mm-hmm. So I think that right there answers the question about whether we live under tyranny or freedom. And then there was the German essayist and poet and novelist, Johann Wolfgang von Goss, I, however you say his name, he said that nobody, there is no one who is more hopelessly enslaved than those who falsely believe that they are free. Now let's go back to Genesis. Remember the, the Hebrew braceros who were living under the, the uh, realm of the, the Pharaoh? They were required to pay one-fifth of the fruits of their labor. And they were called what? They weren't really called braceros. I'm being a little facetious here. They were called servants. They were called slaves. They were called slaves. Mm. Right. And this, so this, here, is, here, this is what uh, so many people don't understand. Is they, When they hear slave, all they can think of is chattel slavery, or chattel slavery, um, <laughs> that, <laughs> that, that, that went on in the United States uh, you know, in, the, in, in the colonial period up to uh, the mid-1800s. And it's, uh, the, the, slavery has a much bro- is a much broader envelope. If you can lord over someone else and tell them what to do, they are your slave. You own them. That's right. As a matter of fact, now that you brought that up, in many cases, slaves here in America were allowed to leave the plantation, as long as they had permission. Yep. They were allowed to grow their own food and sell it as a profit, but Some. they were still slaves. And today, we're paying uh, far more than one-fifth. We're talking, you know, that's 20%. And the, we're, we're talking about income taxes, sales tax. I mean, you know. Yeah, you and can go on and on and, and on. And you can leave if you've got the permission slip. If you get the permission slip. Yeah, you have to pay the you have to pay a, an exit tax to leave the United States to leave it legally. Now you could just leave and take all your money with you, and and unless you're very wealthy or um, haven't have figured out the ways through the loopholes and all yeah. that stuff, Good you luck. can you can likely get it get it out. But then you're sneaking out the window. If you have to sneak out the window, you're not free. Mm-hmm. No doubt about it, Rich. Right. Great call tonight, sir. A free sir. person can walk out the door, say. Kiss my big derriere. Thank you for the call. I'm out of here. 800-259-9231. Corby is in Tampa listening to WFLA. Corby, you're on Free Talk Live. Well, first off, I had a thought this afternoon. I actually wondered if you guys had ever talked to Ron Paul. In fact, I have to admit that I go, nah, there's no way these guys ever met Ron Paul. I'm on the radio today, and you're talking to him. And there he is. Congrats on that. Uh, You know, I agree with, he's like my hero as far as Paul. He's the only politician that actually makes any sense. Yep. And just one last comment on the immigration. Everybody complains about the cost to them if it was a flat tax instead of an income tax. Although they do pay some taxes in sales tax and others, most of the money they do, they send you know to Mexico where if they were paying, if it was legal to hire them and they were paying their 17% just like prostitutes and drug dealers and everyone else that you know doesn't pay into the system, the cost of the ones most likely to you know use the jails and the you know hospitals and all these other things that they complain about the cost of them it would be covered by them so it wouldn't be a problem how so, about we just not well, have a tax at all i agree with that but, all right you know, until we can slowly baby steps otherwise you know it's otherwise they write us off as crazy even though we have to you know make some progress I and mean, it's amazing they just don't you know if they, if they would all think about it it seems like we would be the most popular party but if it was voluntary to pay into each if you want to pay into the government for military you know when you're Income tax, they volunteered, took out 20%, and 
that's going to go down way quicker. Your party would grow very fast. If it was I, all I like the idea of voluntary program. contributions, and I thank you for the call. Right. We're short on time here. Let's go quickly to Frank and Indy listening to WXNT. Frank, you got the last 20 seconds. Go. Okay. Uh, uh, I agree uh, um, with about 99% of what you say concerning this immigration thing. Yes, sir. Uh, Ten seconds. I, I can't see how... How the open borders thing works. Okay, I'll tell you what. Make a mark on your calendar to call at 7 o'clock next week on Saturday because you're a listener on WXNT and we're on Saturdays there. So call us at the beginning of the show. We can get in in in-depth. For right now, we're out of time. We'll be back Monday night online in the meantime at freetalklive.com. Have a super weekend. Attention, all active duty members and veterans of the U.S. military. Your proud service to your country entitles you with the right to participate in special VA loan programs with benefits not available to the general public, like the ability to purchase a new home with no down payment or mortgage insurance, or refi with cash out up to 100% of your present home equity with less strict credit criteria. You are entitled to these benefits. Review them online at varadio.com. This is Tim Lewis from iFreedom Direct and a veteran of Operation Iraqi Freedom. I want you to know that as a member or veteran of the United States military, you've earned special rights and privileges. On your feet and get the details at varadio.com. iFreedom Direct Corporation is a private lender approved by the VA and licensed in most states. In certain states, certain restrictions and limitations apply. For a current list of licenses, disclosures, and all benefits, go to varadio.com. varadio.com.